there are those criminals that get out on bail and decide to skip bail and go on the run. For those individuals, there are people who hunt them down. They are called bounty hunters. And we are going with them to bring these criminals to justice. Sort of. And they are not always human. It's a price on your head, whether dead or alive. You can run, you can hide, you think that'll do you good. Know your duck will be brought to the light. Find you the darkest corner, the recess of the universe. We don't break, we don't play, it ain't a game. When we tear toes or bags, a bounty hunter on your head. We out of space, the outer space. We got room, most fear, so be afraid. So hope on no days you ever hear the bounty hunters. It's after you, it's two ways to capture. No funny business, no laughing matter. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets the time before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets the time before they done. You just made the wrong one. Witness. Hey, Mo. Do we got any new bounty cases this morning? Actually, Gus, one just came through. It's for Jimmy Tyler again. How many times are they going to let Jimmy out? I swear, he gets more chances than any other criminal I know. Hey, guys. Is that Jimmy again? Figures. Well, we know where he hangs out. Should we give him a head start or just go get him? Well, Jerry's Burritos has a two-for-one special going on. Let's get those first. I'm starving for a breakfast burrito. Of course you are, Gus. Only if you're buying, though. Do I have a choice? Of course not. Now, let's get going before Mo makes us do office work again. Someone say office work. I could use the help. Mo, you were hearing things again. No one wants to help you with office work, you old fool. Let's make some calls. See if we can get his family to give him up. You know his family is not going to give him up. They never have and never will. Let's call his old girlfriend. She might know. Why is it always the girlfriend? Hey, Gus. Just got word Jimmy Tyler's old girlfriend wants to give us some information. Can you head on over to her place? Yeah, thanks for the tip. We're on it. Told you. Always a girlfriend. You just got lucky with that one, Joe. Gus, look up there. Look who it is. It's Jimmy. Oh my gosh. Did he just jump two houses in one jump? What is going on? He's gotten super fast. I see it. What in the hell? That is not normal. We can't catch him when he's that fast. No one can jump like that. That defies human nature. You're telling me. And he's gone. I can't see him anywhere. Let me call Mo. He's not going to believe this. Mo, hey, it's Joe. You're not going to believe this. Does it have to do with Jimmy Tyler jumping extremely far, extremely fast? Uh, yeah. How did you know that? He just jumped past our office window and keeps going. How is he already all the way over there? That's three miles away. We literally just saw him. I have no idea. But I don't think this is what we call a normal bounty anymore. A bounty is a bounty. We're going to catch Jimmy, fast or slow. We'll catch you later, Mo. It makes you want to know if this is something that can happen. What else is out there, Gus? Let's worry about catching Jimmy Travis before we start thinking that way, Joe. 
we need to find Jimmy Travis. And I keep thinking about what we saw him doing. It's just not possible. Hey, guys. We surprisingly just got a call from Jimmy Tyler. He wants to turn himself in. Get his location. Let's go, Joe. Before he changes his mind. Something seems off about this. The location's a truck stop outside of town. That makes it even weirder. I know the place. Let's go. There he is. Keep your guard up. Jimmy Travis, get your hands up and walk backwards slowly. I wouldn't be turning myself in if I didn't have any other option. I need your help. The only help you're getting is three square meals a day and a shower. Calm down, Joe. So, Jimmy, what is it you think we can help you with? I know you guys saw me yesterday, and I know you know about my abilities, and I know you have a lot of questions. But it's urgent. This is going to sound off, but just let me explain. All right. What is going on? Yes, my name is Jimmy Tyler. In your legal system, I am considered a criminal, but that's not who I really am. Oh, here we go. He's an angel. Or a god. (laughs) Joe, come on. Let the man speak. I am a supernatural bounty hunter, and it gets me in trouble sometimes with human law. But I can't risk exposing our world to get myself out of trouble. You, a bounty hunter? For the supernatural? (laughs) Yeah, right. Okay, I expected that. But watch this. What is that? Okay, I'm going to shut up now. We are going to need to get to the SBHA, Supernatural Bounty Hunters Agency. Wait, you still didn't say how we could help. Oh, I almost forgot. Two of our top agents were killed last night, and we need you guys to help us take on these bounties. You two are the best bounty hunters in the human world, and you are the only chance we have to get this under control. Word of the deaths have gotten through the supernatural world, and crime is going up as we speak. That's a lot to take in, Jimmy, but I honestly believe you. Take me to your leader. We don't actually say that. It's actually kind of offensive. Let's go. As they traveled through the portal, Gus and Joe felt their insides turning. Finally, after what seemed like forever, but had only been a few seconds, they arrived in a new place. A place that looked like an underground space center. Lines of computers and monitors all over the walls and a bunch of workers working fast and loud. Welcome to the SBHA, the home base of supernatural bounty hunters all over the world. Holy... Shit, take mushrooms? It does exist. Jimmy! Yes, Gus? We owe you an apology. I don't owe him monkey dung. It's okay. You didn't know. Now you do. We have a briefing to get to. Let's go. Gather round, gather round. We have a lot to get through and not a lot of time to do it. Mo, what's going on? Gus, Joe. Yeah, I wanted to tell you guys for so long. 
I'm actually part of the SBHA. I was doing work undercover to scout you guys for eventual recruitment. I didn't mean to keep it from you. What are you going to say next? My mom works here too? Hi, honey. Did you eat today? I'll get you some food. Really? What the fuck? I was joking. Man, talk about a crazy day. Oh, Ma, cut the crust off my sandwich, please. And can I get a juice box? Really? Cut the crust off? What are you, ten? You're one to talk. Your mom is right over there. Ha ha ha. Tidying up your new desk. Ha ha ha. Mom, I can clean it myself. Oh, dear. I just know I'm in charge of cleaning around here. Your mom is the janitor? <laughs> Will you two shut up? We have to get to this meeting. The world's in danger. Remember? Yeah, Joe. Shut up. We have a case of a ghost that is tormenting living people all over the city. This has caused the higher-ups to place a bounty on this ghost. We want this ghost alive. Well, I mean captured without allowing it to cross over. They think it may have some important information that will tell us what else is going on in the supernatural world. Do we have a name? Location? Is it dangerous? We only know it by the Wandering Tyrant. It's considered dangerous, so be careful. The reward on this bounty is $500,000. Five, five, 500000 I think I just fell in love with this organization. Me too, Joe. Let's get on this bounty. We need that money. Gussie needs a new Bentley. You mean a new Lamborghini. Got a Owen style, Gussie. All right, guys. We need to research this ghost before we jump in full force. Follow me to the command center file room. So, looking at this, it looks like the ghost's name was Lorraine Jensen, and she was reported to be killed and found at the bottom of a cliff holding a lock of red hair in her fist. She must be haunting the city, trying to find the owner of that red hair, possibly. Or maybe the ghost is just mean and wants to destroy gingers. One way to find out. Let's go look for it. Let's look at the cliff where they found her. She might still hang around there. I call shotgun. You can get in the trunk, Jimmy. Get along, you two. We need to be on the same page. Well, our new supernatural bounty hunters are going on their first mission. This either turns out to be totally awesome, or they are going to be chasing these bounty hunters as ghosts themselves. There are those criminals that get out on bail and decide to skip bail and go on the run. For those individuals, there are people who hunt them down. They are called bounty hunters. And we are going with them to bring these criminals to justice. Sort of. And they are not always human. It's a price on your head, whether dead or alive. You can run, you can hide, you think that'll do you good? Know your duck will be brought to the light. Find you the darkest corner, the recess of the universe. We don't break, we don't play, it ain't the game. When we tear toes or bags, a bounty hunter on your head, we out of space, the outer space. We 
got room, most fear, so be afraid, so hope on no days, you ever hear the bounty hunters, it's after you, it's two ways to capture, no funny business, no laughing matter, everyone gets their turn before they done, you just made the wrong one, everyone gets their turn before they done, you just made the wrong one. Everyone gets the turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Witness. Hey guys, got a call from someone saying they just saw the ghost. She was after them until she disappeared into the wall. Let's check this out. Did you notice the location is the cliff? Well, this just got interesting. You bet your ass it did. Let's not waste any more time. I have a feeling this one is going to test even my limits. Our bounty hunters are on their way to the cliff, the place that the ghost that was haunting the town was killed. There it is. Now, is there a reason we had to show up here at night? Because everyone knows ghosts show up at night. You're actually wrong. Right, Gus. Don't make him feel smart, Jimmy. He already has a hard time fitting through doors. That's a compliment. Anyway, I'll check the east side, and Joe, you check the west. Guess that means I'm taking the north. Guys, I'm not seeing anything over here. I don't even see the person who called us. Over. I'm clear over here, too. Just a bunch of trash on the ground. Man, doesn't anyone take care of this place? Over. Not since she started showing up around here. Holy crap! I got someone on the ground over here. Unconscious. Over. On the way. Over. Does she have any cuts or anything on her? I'm coming over. Over. Not that I can see. She's just... cold. Wait a minute. Everyone back up. I've seen this before. She's been possessed. The bounty hunters watch as Lorraine rises into the sky and speaks through the girl's body. Well, if it isn't the idiots at SBHA, I finally get to have some fun. I can't believe you actually fell for it. <laughs> she tried running, so here I am in the flesh. Couldn't have her waltzing around, messing my plans up. So, you're the ghost that's been tormenting the town. Lorraine, from what we've found out. Oh, the big boys found out my name. Well, not like it matters. You'll be dead. This is really happening, isn't it, Joe? Yep. Nothing like being in the field for experience. God damn it. Now I gotta ask this moron. What do we do now, Jimmy? Make sure the girl is safe. I got this. Oh, you don't got shit. It's me that's got you. Just as Lorraine was about to attack Jimmy, he pulls out a pendant with a small tank attached to the side and points it at her. A blinding light comes out of nowhere and pulls in the ghost. No! This isn't going to destroy you. It's temporary until we can talk rationally with you. Don't lie to me. Wow. That is intense. The ghost of Lorraine is in the tank, and the pendant closed the opening. Lorraine, once we get back to headquarters, we'll let you out in the ghost room. 
If you still want our help, we'll help you. Sorry I had to be this way. You gave us no choice. So what do we do about the girl she left behind? Bring her. She may know something else. Got it. Let me help you carry her, Joe. They bring the girl back to HQ and put Lorraine in the ghost room. She tries slipping through the glass, but she hits it like one would hit a wall. Call it a ghost room for a reason. So, got a clue who got you killed? Slips my mind. All I remember is looking at a sea and some rocks. Not who pushed. Try and remember. What do you think I'm trying to do? Lorraine floats around in circles. Any footprints at the scene? Trust by our own. Five times out of ten, killed by somebody she knows. Agreed. No one in the right mind goes all the way out there just for a kill. Just for a kill? Maybe a friend? Foe? I don't know. I just know people didn't really... Like me. From our encounter back at the cliff, not a surprise. May we visit your home? No, you may not. Woman pleads for her life in the afterlife so she can find her killer but refuses to help? Unbelievable. Sorry, but I'm not letting you in there. Got something to hide? No. Well, then you won't mind us looking at everything, will you? Lorraine slams the glass. Face growing monstrous. All right, all right, we won't. We're your friends. Remember that. No, you're not. You had intent to kill. Universally default response is not if we kill you first, but you still speak. You still float. You have us to thank. Lorraine remains vindictive. I think deep down, you're a good-hearted person. We've all done bad things in our lives. Nothing to be ashamed of. If people knew what I'd done, I'd be part of the largest manhunt, and I won't be the guy chasing. It's not our fault we do bad things. Lorraine's demonic face softens. It's the people around us. How can anyone act all nice? when you're beat down every day for things you can't control. We can't stand by and let them keep having fun tormenting us. Sometimes you have to take matters into your own hands or suffer. My life was full of bullies. Kept stealing my shit, sticking my head in urinals, the whole nine yards. Am I supposed to let that happen? You know what I did? Broke them down with a hammer. We only bring justice that others won't deliver. Get what I mean? Yeah. You haven't done anything wrong. It's none of your fault. You're doing what anyone would in your position. They don't know what it's like being us. We're here to help you, okay, Lorraine? I understand you and want to find your killer. If we find anything you don't want us to find, we'll leave it. We know you did whatever you did in good faith because you're a good person. Lorraine pauses, thinking about it. What what kind of search are we talking about? Lorraine gives permission, and the two bounty hunters step into her home. It's a creaky, abandoned place, 
reeking of alcohol and drugs. Did you really break them with hammers? You were there. Gus peers his flashlight into the dark closets. Handled a bunch of thieves in that one bathroom? Construction crew left some tools? <laughs> the Wilson twins. Being us does have its perks. Out of context stories. Found something over here. Bunch of beer bottles. Teenagers? Nah, they're old. Gus and Joe look over the table in the living room. They see a bong, some drugs, a pistol with the safety off, and a smartphone. Gus tries turning it on, but it's dead. Hey, I got a charger on me. She plugs in the smartphone and it activates soon enough. On the home page is a picture of Lorraine with another girl. Hey, need an ID on the girl to the right of Lorraine in this picture I'm about to send. Copy that. She it? Possibly. Gus and Joe continue searching through the house, trying to find more clues. Found a locked cellar right here. Got way too many deadbolts. I'll get the buzzsaw. Gus takes the buzzsaw from underneath the faux floor of the car's trunk and saws through each lock. When the door opens, they both enter the cellar. It's mostly darkness, with the moonlight revealing a few things. <coughs> I always hated that smell. Thought you'd be nose blind by now from all the bodies you hide in your bedroom. Where am I supposed to put them? Uh, back in their graves? Is that... In the faint moonlight, shedding light upon the dark cellar, is someone kneeling, bowing at something on the wall. The odor is now most foul. Gus raises his flashlight at the darkness. She must have really hated people. Sacrificing to the devil, huh? Not surprising. Body must be two months old. Rat's got some good chunks. And the maggots finished eating through her defenses. Gus kneels next to the body, weary of the man nailed to the wall with a goat in place of his head. He tries to get a good look. Jaw and teeth are intact. Could use that for ID. It's her friend. Good guess. No, really. She shows him a picture on Lorraine's phone and compares it to the body. Uh. Then who pushed her? Gus figured something out. Looking at the ritual, the red star on the ground, and the deviled man, it was clear. What if no one did? Outside, some thing floats, watching the two bounty hunters. There are those criminals that get out on bail and decide to skip bail and go on the run. For those individuals, there are people who hunt them down. They are called bounty hunters. And we are going with them to bring these criminals to justice. Sort of. And they are not always human. It's a price on your head, whether dead or alive. You can run, you can hide, you think that'll do you good. Know your duck will be brought to the light. Find you the darkest corner, the recess of the universe. We don't break, we don't play, it ain't a game. When we tear toes or bags, a bounty hunter on your head. We out of space, the outer space. We 
got room, most fear, so be afraid, so hope on no days, you ever hear the bounty hunters, it's after you, it's two ways to capture, no funny business, no laughing matter, everyone gets their turn before they done, you just made the wrong one, everyone gets their turn before they done, you just made the wrong one, everyone gets their turn before they done, you just made the wrong one, witness, so, Here's your $500,000 each. She offed herself? Not because she wanted to, but was made to by some force. Something supernatural. Well, that explains her friend down there. Must have killed her, then went over the cliff. Exactly. <laughs> Y'all got $500,000 more in your accounts. You happy or what? Possession? Yeah, by something. And the ritual? No clue. I'll ask her. Gus went to the ghost room. What was life like for you? Hard, like yours. Lorraine sits cross-legged in mid-air. Everyone was an asshole to me for no reason. I did everything I could, but nothing worked. All the people I know are... are... are fucking nuisances. Pieces of shit. They were asking for what they got coming to them. Like what? Broken brakes, leaking gas pipes, pits 20 feet deep, trees cut down to fall onto their houses, lobotomies. When they felt what I felt every day, it made me feel euphoric. They finally got what they deserved. Rightfully so. I know you got a job and everything as a bounty hunter. I guess this is some interrogation? No, no, don't worry. This is totally off the record. Oh, good. You're a good man, Gus Roscoe. Thank you. Someone floats outside the window, peering at the two of them. There's a look of disdain on its face. Well, that's all I need for now. I'll see you again. Gus returns to Joe and Moe. Lorraine watches him leave. There's nothing more to it. She's a bitch who killed herself and her friend. And the ritual? Hippie shit! We're sitting in the SBHA. This isn't some just a couple saintness. This is bigger than what it looks. Bullshit! You're done with it. You got a new case we need help with. Focus on that. What? Whoa, I thought it was just this one. Why are you distracting us? You think I'm scheming? We were sitting ducks handling Lorraine. We're as equipped as the world is for a meteor. Someone told me you convinced Lorraine to let you into her home. No one could do that here. We adopted the way of the demon in handling prisoners. Of course, it's illegal under human law, but here, no limits. So, when Jimmy is off being a badass, I'll be the bounty's therapist? Are you kidding me? And I thought I was the woman in this partnership. Gus, the way of the demon doesn't work on everyone. Someone spill shit no matter what. Even if you promise them a spot in heaven. You know the way of, I don't know, being human to another former human. Let me continue on with this case and I'll... There is no case! It's just a Satanist who offed themselves. Nothing more. You know it is. Look, just 
Just stop. For fuck's sake. Okay, fine. What's the new case? They receive the new case. They are assigned with Jimmy. After a few minutes driving from HQ, something white and floating appears. Jimmy hits the brakes. What the hell is he doing here? Guys, what did you do? Gus and Joe are speechless. Jimmy steps outside. Good morning. Get thy passengers out. Gus? Joe? Come on out. What could make Jimmy scared? Something stronger than him. We have to obey now. Agreed. The two of them slowly step out of the doors, looking up at the manifestation. I've seen this thing in my dreams. I think his name's Ramel. What thou mind seek to uncover is gravely dangerous. Turn back from thou quest, Gus Roscoe and Joe Darcy. This is just some bounty. Speak of what thy eyes laid upon in the cellar. Why? Heed my instruction, or suffer for dissent. In a flash of light and a shockwave, Ramiel disappears. Jimmy looks back at the two of them. What's he talking about? They explain in the car ride. Heed his instruction, as he said. What we found is no ordinary thing. I know. Then why forget about it? You don't know what you're getting yourselves into. If an archangel, and I'm serious about this, gives you instructions, you best motherfucking listen. In my whole life, I've never met an archangel, and that's saying something. So we're right. About what? This is bigger than what Mo says it is. Yeah, you're right. But that doesn't mean it's a good thing. Okay, fine. We won't look into it anymore. Seriously? You. You're giving up. Archangel Joe. There's a lot of angels who could have done Remiel's dirty work, but no. He came in the flesh. And I thought you weren't like the rest of them. Turning a blind eye to bullshit. Sorry you feel that way, but I'm not changing my mind. Should be. They arrive at the bounty location. An abandoned building. They enter, all three flicking on their flashlights. Okay, we're looking for a little girl about seven years old wearing dirty pink pajamas. Seriously? Are we answering Amber Alerts? Pay's probably good. They don't pay you for finding us an abducted kid, you idiot. We have better things to do. Not everything is as it seems, Joe. I'm an example of that motto. Joe steps forward, aiming her flashlight at the little girl. Hey, little girl. You lost? What are you doing? Doing what we came here to do. This is a bounty. Wrap your head around that. Someone put money down to find their kid, and I'm fighting that kid. Joe walks forward. <sighs> Wasting my goddamn time. We're not here to hurt you. We're here to help. No need to be afraid, okay? The little girl unfurls from her crouched position, stands up with her head down. Come on, we'll help you. I will see death in your eyes. We need to go. 
right now. What? What is that? Let's go. She sees rows of bodies kneeling to a deviled body on the wall, her shoes stepping on coagulated blood. <laughs> Gus and Jimmy make it outside, looking at the door waiting for Joe. Why were you running away? It was all I could do. For a demon, you're a pussy. Do you know how long I lived, Gus? Do you know what I've seen? What I've lived through? My life dwarfs yours. You have no authority saying that until you've seen what I've seen, and you have no clue. Oh, what have you seen your mom and dad going at it? Wars, Gus! Wars! Saw all my friends walk through the face of death and get ripped apart. Saw the enemy stab kids in the face without hesitation. Seen people eat their friends in starvation. Seen people throw their little kids into vats of acid. Seen people throw babies to dogs. <sighs> I've seen shit. And that thing in there? You should be afraid, Gus. Joe's right. And that scares me more than anything. I'm going back in. I'm calling for backup. Don't go- We don't have time. Do you want to die? Do you want to be eaten alive? Sawed apart? Eyes gouged? Really think on that before you go and be a hero. She's my partner, okay? I'm going back in. I'll stay out here and I'll call for backup. I've lived long enough to know the difference between bravery and foolishness. And what you're doing right now, I think you know. Fuck off. Gus enters the dark building, not knowing if he'll survive. But he knows Joe would do the same for him. There are those criminals that get out on bail and decide to skip bail and go on the run. For those individuals, there are people who hunt them down. They are called bounty hunters. And we are going with them to bring these criminals to justice. Sort of. And they are not always human. It's a price on your head, whether dead or alive. You can run, you can hide, you think that'll do you good. Know your duck will be brought to the light. Find you the darkest corner, the recess of the universe. We don't break, we don't play, it ain't the game. When we tear toes or bags, a bounty hunter on your head. We out of space, the outer space. We got room, most fear, so be afraid. So hope will no days. You ever hear the bounty hunters? It's after you, it's two ways to capture. No funny business, no laughing matter. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You 
just made the wrong one. Everyone gets determined before they done. You just made the wrong one. Witness. We last left off with Joe being trapped in his house with what seemed to be a demon and Gus running back in against Jimmy's wishes to save her. Joe, Joe, are you okay? I'm coming to get you. Gus entered the house, and it was extremely quiet, almost like he was being watched from all directions. Joe, where are you? Gus, get out, run! Not without you, where are you? You should have left when you had the chance. Oh, you think I'm trapped in here with you, huh? That's cute. <laughs> no, no, no. You are trapped in here with me. Whoa. You got terrible M as well. Man, this is looking to be bad night for you, Mr. Demon Voice. Oh, well, you want to play the tough guy character with me? Don't forget, I'm a motherfucking demon. Let's see how tough your friend here really is. You SOB. If you hurt her again, I'm opening this container and you're coming with us. Oh, you mean like this? Whoops. I know you said stop. But sometimes I don't know my own strength. <laughs> I'm tired of you playing with me. No, no! Not the container! The demon was sucked into the container, and Joe appeared out of thin air, her fingers all broken in different directions. Joe, are you okay? We got it. I've had worse, but damn, that demon was tough. Are you guys okay? I'm coming in. We're fine. No need to come in. We already took care of it. No thanks to you. How much do you think this bounty is worth? One mil? It better be with my bones being destroyed. But your fingers. I'll be fine. Let's go. Gus and Joe went to the basement. And what they saw would make the toughest of us puke. What is this? It looks like a shrine to Lorraine. More like a stalker's headquarters. There's pictures of her everywhere. From when she was alive and after she was killed. Who would take these? And there are phone rec records. Social media prints everywhere. Look over there. There's a candle that looks like it was just used recently. That probably means the killer was here. Holy crap, Jimmy, where did that come from? Supernatural being, remember? Do that again, and I'll kill you. Even with my broken fingers. Let's call Mo and get people down here to take all this ASAP. This just got a whole lot weirder. Yeah, way weirder, if that's possible. Gus, Joe, look at that over there. Is that a dead body? Sure is. And it looks like it's been here for a long time. Let's see if there is any ID. Back at the SBHA, our team had identified the deceased body they found in the basement. Hey, hey, hey. I know. 
I know. You guys are wondering the identity of our basement mummy. That's an odd way to say it, but yes. Turns out he's an agent of the SBHA that went missing. Okay, and what's so weird about that? From what I know, our agents go missing all the time. He went missing in 1980. Boom, there it is. You know how I do, Jim Jam? <laughs> Focus, who is he? His name was Wally Jensen. Wait, what? Jensen? Yes, Jensen. You mean the same Jensen family as our ghost? Uh, mundo. Wasn't expecting that. What's the relation? This basement mummy is Lorraine's daddy-o. Bombshell, rocket froggy. Will you knock it off? Jeez, you're like childish on video games, it seems like. You're no fun. Anyways, before I was so rudely interrupted, he went missing on a huge case involving the underground world of the supernatural. He was close to solving the case of who the top dog was there, but he never came back. Great job, Froggy. (laughs) They don't call me the top analyst for nothing, my man. (laughs) Look at these losers. I think they're top shelf around here. Newsflash. I brought in 20 bounties in the time it took you to bring in that one. (laughs) Pathetic. Shut the fuck up, Deadlock. Everyone knows you're just a poster boy because you kissed the boss's ass. What did you say to me? Knock it off, all of you, before I put you all in a timeout. Don't think I won't do it, Froggy. Stop giving that look. Oh. Wait, sorry. That's just your face. I apologize. Jimmy, Gus, and Joe, you have to meet with the weapons specialist in five minutes. Don't be late. Gentlemen, welcome to my world. Everything you see in here was created and mastered by yours truly. Wow. I've never seen half of these weapons in my life. He always goes above what we need. Like last year, he created a gun that shoots acid out of it. When do we need that kind of thing? Hey, it's better to be safe than sorry. And you'll thank me later. I've created new armor required by all agents to wear in the field now. And body cams to ensure that no one is being possessed on their way back to us. And yes, before you ask, it has happened before. Wasn't pretty. Hey guys, our demon friend wants to talk. Might be our only chance. Ah, yes. Just the person I was asking for. How are the fingers, Joe? I've been through worse, but from what I've read on you, so have you. This isn't your first run-in with bounty hunters. From the file, it seems like you've been through our favorite rogue hunter shoot first. Quite a few times. Don't you dare speak that name in my presence. That man is scarier than any demon I've had the displeasure of knowing. Whatever you do, keep him away from me. Tell us what you know, then. I'm 
I'm just a low-hell demon. I don't know anything. They all say that. It's time to stop playing games. What is with the dead body we found in the basement you were guarding? There was no ID. That is none of your concern. Okay, do you know where Shoot First is these days? I'm sure he wants to speak to our demon friend. No, don't. I'll tell you what I know. Just keep him away from me. Speak. Now. Okay, okay. So you see, some demons are born natural demons. Never been human. And some are made by other means. What do you mean? Are made? The body you found was my human body before I turned into a demon. I performed a ritual to be turned into one. But the rule states that you must protect the body of your former self until it naturally disappears back into the world. Hence, why I was protecting mine. So what happens if it's not protected? Nothing good. Whoever has control or ownership of my former body has control over me, and they can summon me to do anything they wish. Kind of a downside of the whole not being born a natural demon, right? Wait, is that why Shoot First has been after you? Now you're picking up the clues. Yes, he wants to use me as a hunting tool to take down other demons. I was a former agent here a long time ago. I figured the only way I could get close enough to finding the information I needed was to, well, become a demon myself. That's actually kind of smart. Dumb, but smart. We have got to find Shoot first before he finds out that body is no longer being guarded. There are those criminals that get out on bail and decide to skip bail and go on the run. For those individuals, there are people who hunt them down. They are called bounty hunters. And we are going with them to bring these criminals to justice. Sort of. And they are not always human. It's a price on your head, whether dead or alive. You can run, you can hide, you think that'll do you good? No, you duck. We'll be brought to the light, find you the darkest corner, the recess of the universe. We don't break, we don't play, it ain't a game. When we tag toes or bags, a bounty hunter on your head, we out of space, the outer space. We got room, most fear, so be afraid, so hope on no days. You ever hear the bounty hunters is after you? It's two ways to capture, no funny business, no laughing matter. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Witness. Last we left off, we found out the identity of our mummy and demon were Wally Jensen, the former agent who went missing all those years ago and that he turned himself into a demon to keep investigating. 
and that Shute first had been tracking him down for years, trying to gain control of his body. Looks like we got here just in time. Yep, I hear he's here most of the time now. That's because he's a man with many regrets, I'm sure. Let's go talk to him. What can I get you? Jack Daniels. Clubso is fine, thanks. Hey, shoot first. Been a long time. God damn. If it isn't Jimmy Travis, the MF owes me $100. You didn't get that? I sent it in the mail, I swear. Who sends money through the mail anymore? I'm an old soul. Anyways, what brings you here? So this is Gus and Joe, the newest members of the SBHA. Ah, new blood. <laughs> Listen here. I don't work for you. I don't work with you. I do things my way and on my own time. Well, aren't you lovely to talk to? Well, we are here to discuss a demon you've been searching for for a very, very long time. I'm listening. And my time is valuable. The demon guarding the body you want to take down the demon world? I've been tracking that demon for years. I'd do anything to catch him. <laughs> well, funny you uh, say that, because we caught it, and we have the body. What? You heard him. So, when should I pick the body up? It, uh, doesn't work that way. Oh, sure it does. Or I'll make your life a living nightmare. Hey, I'm only going to say this once. Do not touch any of us again, or it'll be the last thing you do. Then why come tell me? What do you want with me? Well, we think that if we got you and the demon in the same room, it might reveal some more information. Huh? So you want me to help with nothing in it for me? So it's either that, or we have our backup, which is surrounding the building, take you in for chasing supernatural creatures without license. Look, I have my license. What are you talking about? Whoops. It looks to have been deactivated earlier today, so it's your choice. <sighs> Fine, then. But you better watch yourself. Let's go talk to the demon. You guys is just as crazy as that Marty the Demon Hunter on Mars. Heard he lost his leg and still survived and fights to this day. <laughs> still taking down demons. Now that, guys, is a leader. Demons on Mars? <laughs> oh, aren't you funny? Everyone knows that's not possible. Well, it's actually not. We have long feared there was demon presence on Mars. As I live and die, if it isn't shoot first, it's been a long time. Mo, you haven't aged a day. Can you tell these guys let me out? Apparently, they don't know my true status around here. And now that we are in secure walls, I think we better. Uh, yeah. I guess you're right. Wait, something I don't even know about? I'm afraid so. We had to keep it from everyone, and in case someone here was compromised. Yeah. Stop stalling and explain. Now. 
Shoot first is a, uh, is an SBHA agent. He's been undercover for years as a rogue hunter. You've got to be kidding me. Looks like you had no idea whatsoever. <laughs> Hilarious. I was undercover and trying to see if there was any moles in the agency that would try to sell me information. Top secret information at that. What's supposed to be one month ended up being years, and the mole was never found. That is insane. Wow. At least I don't have to keep an eye on him anymore. All right. Let's get this over with and talk to Demon Wally Jensen. Great. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. So much time of me hunting this demon down. But the thing you guys don't know, the guy who used to be Wally Jensen was my partner. When I was a rookie, so this one is more personal than I let on. Wait, before we do any of this, is it possible to restore the demon to a human-type form? That is a long shot. I have no idea. Well, guys, I might know a friend that might have some information on that. His name is Jucktube. I'll reach out to him while you guys talk to our uh, demon friend. If you guys follow Marty and Mars, you are no stranger to Jucktube. What kind of help can Jocktube give, Mo? We will have to see. But let's see what's going on with Shoot First and the Demon. All right, guys. Let me do the talking. This is going to get deep. He might be too far gone to remember me. So, I finally caught you. Um, well, correction. I was taken in by them. You were in a bar. Drunk. Fair enough. You know I've been after you so long. I never thought I'd be speechless or not know what to say when I caught you. You've been trying to take my former body from me to gain the power to control me and kill the other demons and Supernatural. That wasn't my reason at first. I actually started going after you to try to free you. Free me? From what? Do you even remember who I am? Yeah. Shoot first. The rogue agent who's been after me. Didn't we just go over this? I think we did, but I just let him talk. You? You were. Nah, you are Wally Jensen. Yeah, I know this. I traded my body to be a demon to get more information from the underworld. Yes, and I was your partner. No, I didn't have any partner. But you did, man. You need to remember. Maybe if you remember who I am, some of your humanity will come back to you. You are stupid as fuck if you think that will work. <laughs> Get real. I've been to the depths of hell and back, seen things that would make your eyes bleed out. Give up now. Guys! Guys, you have got to come and see this. We will after. Now. This is Code Black. Let's go, everyone. Okay, I was checking the radar for demons, and this showed up. Holy hell, what is that? That's demons coming at all directions. There are hundreds of them. We need to go on lockdown 
now. Attention! Attention! All personnel! We are on a code black lockdown. I repeat, code black lockdown. Why lockdown? Let's take them head on. Let's not be stupid. We don't know what kind of demons are coming in this way. This lockdown will prevent any demon from getting in or getting out. We're, we're trapped in a hurricane of demons. You said it, Froggy. Hope you have some bright ideas, guys. Otherwise, I don't think we are going to make it out of this one alive. Well, it looks like our team at the SBHA is in quite the situation. What's going to happen next? Check back in with Bounty Hunters next time and we'll find out. There are those criminals that get out on bail and decide to skip bail and go on the run. For those individuals, there are people who hunt them down. They are called Bounty Hunters. And we are going with them to bring these criminals to justice. Sort of. And they are not always human. It's a price on your head, whether dead or alive. You can run, you can hide, you think that'll do you good? No, you duck. We'll be brought to the light, find you the darkest corner, the recess of the universe. We don't break, we don't play, it ain't a game. When we tear toes or bags, a bounty hunter on your head, we out of space, the outer space. We got room, most fear, so be afraid. So hope on no days you ever hear the bounty hunters is after you. It's two ways to capture, no funny business, no laughing matter. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Witness. Hundreds of demon-possessed humans stand at the ready around the SBHA, snarling, hungry for a bite. The SBHA is on lockdown, but what good would that do? I've been waiting for this my whole life. <laughs> waiting for death your whole life is one sad way to live. Oh yeah, I'll kill them all. <laughs> we need someone on lookout. Froggy? Lookout? They're surrounding us. Like looking out for the certain iceberg this Titanic about to hit. Good point. Everyone, arm yourselves and suit up. Copy that. Joe. Lock down the demons. Don't want them riling up and breaking everything. Understood. Oh, we're all gonna die. <laughs> Scum, open thy ears and listen careful to my words. The demonic empire believes it best it come in the flesh. We've been in the shadows far too long, and you, 
You finally gave us reason to step into the light. You have one day to release all demons in captivity. Beyond that, expect bloodshed. There is no escape. Attempt and expect the same result. These suits will keep you invisible to the demon's night vision. Make sure not to make noises. One day, huh? I'm too young to die. I have dreams. I have aspirations. They can't end so soon. Where's the spirit, Froggy? It up and wandered into a noose and hung itself. Jimmy, can you talk to them? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Reasoning with demons. <laughs> totally like they're open to negotiating the surrender to save themselves <laughs> from this group of mitzvahs before them. <laughs> Was I talking to you, Frogman? He's right, though. You can't take him, right? <laughs> the demonic empire? <laughs> Do you think I'm royalty? On the contrary. Do we even need the demons in our custody? No, really. But yes. What if we use them as a bargaining chip? How do you mean? If the demonic empire doesn't let us walk scot-free, we send these demons to Furgatory. Wait, you know about... What do you think I do in my free time, huh? Why didn't I think of that? Rounded the demons, I'll get my Bible out. Won't you burn? Not if I'm wearing gloves. Jimmy takes a few hours setting up the ritual to send the demon to a millennium of damnation. Water guns? Holy water guns. Oh, that sounds awesome. Can, can, can I use one? Why not? What? Let's go! They're about to catch holy piss. <laughs> You're disgusting. S says the dirty-ass demon who bathes in his own period blood. Don't shoot everywhere, all right? There's a limited amount. It took many hard hours convincing the clergy to bless this much water. Got it. Got it. Totally. I swear, Froggy, if you- I, I'm, I'm serious. I, I, I won't. You better. Same for you, Gus. Got it. And Joe, you get this. What passages do I read? Oh, wait. Let's take notes. <laughs> I got it. Hold up the cross while you read them. Got it. Got it. Use these as the last line of defense. If they don't care about their buds being sent down there, we'll need to be ready to put up a fight. Yeah. Won't let my fingers break like that again. No way in hell. Demons ain't got nothing on us after that day. Hell no, they don't. Now let's round up the demons. We still got 12 hours left. By the way, where's Shoot? Upstairs. Got his own equipment hidden above the tiles. I'll gouge your eyes out, human. Not where you're going, you're not. Testing. Testing. Give a warning next time. Holy crap. Shut up, Gus. Demonic Empire, you listening? The traitor speaks. Jimmy goes up to the roof and looks out at the vast army. Hundreds upon hundreds, looking like ants, spreading out across the horizon. We 
We have no intention of going out without a fight. Naive child. Do you play cards? Cards? Yeah, like poker. You waste words on talk of mere human entertainment. You forget who you share words with. You didn't answer my question. It shall remain unanswered. In poker, you must hide your cards and your emotions. Your ability to do this determines your opponent's reactions in place. Accidentally tell them through a facial reaction or a mannerism, and they won't move as expected. You rally an army to free a few of your own, a show of your cards. If they were lowly, you'd send out a lackey, not come in the flesh. But seems something is different. Something special about these demons we hold captive? No. Pulling these demons from their lifetime of torturing others must have been a task no one wishes to undertake. Yet you did! Your time limit just got shortened, child. You have one hour. Downstairs, the hunters are speechless, terrified at the imminent danger, now even more so. As I said, your opponents determine their decisions based on the other players' mannerisms. What did you do? Turned your demons into a royal flush. You threatened their lives? Yes. I show mercy, and you spit in my face. It appears you are undeserving of such commodities. Tear them apart, limb from limb. Feast like you never have. Jimmy runs back down, joining the others. Send them down. There's no time! Jimmy! We'll hold him off. Get on with it, Mo. Mo begins quoting scriptures at the demons. Jimmy has chosen a secluded spot with noise dampening. The demons can't get close enough, or they'll hear him. The rest of the hunters hide behind turned-over desks and office walls. Other employees of the SBHA hide in their cubicles, unarmed. Don't come play with me, and we will kill you. <laughs> Joe gets to her feet, wielding the cross and the Bible. She switches on the flashlight and sees a tall, possessed person whose flesh is torn by the size of the demon possessing it, like a shirt. Worn by the Hulk. Behind you. I just want to play a game with you. Down came the rain, 
and watch the spider out. Stay with me. Behind you. Gus gets up and fires his holy water gun at the opposing demon. Joe approaches the demon over the employee, continuing to speak. The demon drops to its knees, sobbing sinisterly. Go to hell. Froggy gets up and joins Gus in firing at the demon, impersonating a little girl. Taste my rat, bitch. Take that! <laughs> Joe, Gus, and Froggy point their flashlights around the room. They see employees still hiding at their desks. There's some blood on the floor near one of the cubicles. Aren't the walls painted white? Why is it all black? You aren't looking at walls. Those are demons. Find them. We'll take care of the vermin. Who can help us? I know just the supernatural being. Froggy, Jimmy, get in line. We'll move for Lorraine. Ah, some action! Froggy and Jimmy check flanks, and Gus sprays everything in front of him. He thought it was just a shadow, but everything in front of him was some demonic presence. But he forgets the limit on his gun. <laughs> The demons are close enough to Joe, scratching her legs, but not close enough to get at her arteries. Froggy aims over her shoulder and pushes them back, saving her some pain. Watch the flanks. I know. I know. Ah, fucking hell. Your heroism betrays you, humorous one. Suck my dick! Jimmy delivers a swift kick to the group of demons on Jimmy's side, pushing them back a meter or so. We're here. Gus rushes towards the cell and smashes his hand through the emergency glass and opens the cell. What was that for? Help us! Oh, why didn't you say so? Lorraine zooms past overhead and crashes into the demons, her face growing monstrous as she tears through the dozens of them in a few seconds flat. The hunters standing right behind her, aiding her with their weapons. Jimmy leaps forward, leaving a huge crack in the ground, and crashes into the group, throwing inhumanly fast and powerful blows. Gathering forces to make death swifter. The Demonic Empire's member steps forward through the army and snatches Lorraine by the neck. Stupidity of amounts I cannot fathom. Yes! Right behind you, Lorraine. The demon holds her from the pelvis and the torso, tearing her spirit. <laughs> Jimmy tries sweep-kicking the demon. The demon lets go of Lorraine and stops the kick from landing, and with a quick snap of his wrist, he bends Jimmy's knee the wrong way. Jimmy falls over. Fuck! 
Your greatest warrior, a slave to me. Jimmy's demonic spirit painfully resets the leg. Jimmy, going back on the attack, he swatted away, slammed into a wall. The demon continues to tear Lorraine. Foolish acts of bravery lead to devastating losses. Please stop. Please. Exorcist Spells only effective against weaklings. Stop! Please! Shoot first, drops from the ceiling, and charges up his rifle and fires, blasting a hole through the demon's chest. He falls forward, Lorraine swimming away. Oh, shit. It feels good to be back. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're next. She's with us. Never mind. You actually look kind of cute. Why, thank you. What was it you said about poker? Don't show your cards. I haven't. More demons from the demonic empire roar outside, deafening guttural. Shoot first, fires another shot at the demon, aiming for the head. The demon flops over, head pulverized. A red gaseous substance shoots out and enters another body. The flesh rips, not able to handle the demon's size. I do not perish so easy. You fight warriors who will shake the heavens with their legends. Shit, that sound kind of epic if I do say so myself. <laughs> we don't die that easy. Bring it on. Shoot first, fires again, hitting the demon square in the chest. Let's help the workers. They group up. Lorraine hovering above while holding her sort of torn body together and move for the bullpen, where the demons are playing a sinister game of hide and seek. Can you find me? I'm here. Smell that? Not yet. <coughs> I know this smell. They found them out, huh? Gus throws up. What? Using their flashlight, they see all the workers are already torn apart. Blood redecorating what the architect of this building had in mind. Limbs lay torn on desks, exploded flesh sticking to the ceiling like goopy substances from a cave. Where is my kind? We need backup, Mo. The group moves for Mo and the Devil's Trap. The demons inches from slashing them up. They enter the room. Jimmy, taking the hits, as they shut the door against the hordes. We'll, we'll shake the heavens, all right? No, we don't. There's too many. He's almost done. We won't have enough time. I'll make the goddamn time. When they break through, they'll have hell to pay. 
walls are punched through. Joe points her flashlight at them. There's mobs outside tearing at the walls. One gets through. Joe presses the cross against its forehead, making it run. Another one gets through. Froggy sprays his gun only to find out... Oh, no, it's empty. Jimmy kicks the demon at the wall, breaking the wall further. Using a special knife, he leaps and stabs the demon, killing it. Four more demons pour in. Lorraine goes to town on two of them, shoot first, firing at the other two in quick succession. The walls crumble further. Ten more demons pour in. Shoot first. Lorraine, Jimmy, and Joe use all they can to take them out. Bodies pile up on the floor. The walls collapse. Thirty demons jump in. Shit. It was nice knowing y'all. I thought we were going to shake the heavens. Frog, I'm sorry to say we won't. So much for hope. Joe, you want to get out of here? No. Can't blame a man for shooting the shot in his last moments. I surely can. The demons charge forward, claws extending. Then someone yells, May the power of Christ compel you. A shockwave blasts through the room, affecting the demons. The bodies flop. Demons pushed from possession. Deathlock? At your service. Shockwaves boom across the landscape. The sun shines bright, unobscured by darkness. Feel God's wrath, you sons of bitches. You can't defeat me. But I can send you to hell. Oh, shit. Deathlock runs at the demon with a rifle shaped into a cross and plunges it into the demon's head. Back to hell, you piece of shit. Deathlock fires the shot, and the demon burrows into the ground, going straight back to hell. Holy shit! Does someone have a new magazine of holy water? Lorraine, Jimmy, and Joe run from the broken room into the sunlight, and aid Deathlock and the hunters. Mo, you can stop! We need them! Got it! Retreat! Retreat! Seriously! I missed out on all the fun. Where did they even come from? What the hell was that? We need to find out what's behind this. Something big is coming. I know it. It's right under our noses. It's all part of something. I have the same feeling. If we're nearly destroyed now, what's it going to be like against the rest of them? There are millions of demons. We just saw hundreds. It'll be a glorious death. You good? I'm more alive than I've ever been. The team has been saved, short of destruction. But what awaits their lives with postponed death? What plan is part of it?
there are those criminals that get out on bail and decide to skip bail and go on the run. For those individuals, there are people who hunt them down. They are called bounty hunters. And we are going with them to bring these criminals to justice. Sort of. And they are not always human. It's a price on your head, whether dead or alive. You can run, you can hide, you think that'll do you good? No, you duck. We'll be brought to the light, find you the darkest corner, the recess of the universe. We don't break, we don't play, it ain't the game. When we tear toes or bags, a bounty hunter on your head, we out of space, the outer space. We got room, most fear, so be afraid. So hope on no days you ever hear the bounty hunters is after you. It's two ways to capture, no funny business, no laughing matter. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Witness. The bounty hunters have survived an onslaught of demons, along with representatives of the demonic empire. New workers have been hired to replace the ones who perished. A mass military funeral is taking place, with soldiers firing rifles in the air and trumpets blaring. American flags are folded over caskets. The bounty hunters sit in the bullpen, where many had died. Is it weird? I, I want that to happen again. But not. You're a massive weirdo. You want everyone to die again? Skip that part. I'm gonna fight like that again. Gets me riled up. You getting a hard on for fighting? Actually, yeah. Sit, count me in, man. I'm all fired up. Gross. Get the hell out of here. Joe, Gus, Froggy, Jimmy, shoot. In my office. The four go into Moe's office. Gus and Joe sitting. Jimmy, Froggy, and Shoot first, standing. So, did you let Lorraine go? Don't interrupt your superior like that again. To answer your question, not yet. We have to finalize some paperwork. Sorry. As I was saying, there's been a mass gathering of spirits at this abandoned hotel, set here. Mo pointed to the map on his desk. Lorraine kind of spirits? Unknown. You four will investigate it. Lots of gatherings lately. It's scaring the crap out of me. This is some exciting shit. They head to the techie for arming up. So we got shotguns loaded with rock salt, canisters of salt, golden and iron swords, and this rifle. Old school. I like it. This beats the hell out of holy water guns. What's the rifle? Hold the trigger and the rifle mixes ingredients. Say the words inscribed on the side, and it will capture many ghosts. When it's done, pull the trigger when you want, and it unleashes them wherever you aim. It's a one-time-use rifle. Use it carefully. Got it. The hunters were dropped off at the entrance to the abandoned hotel. No street lights flickered on at dusk. The hotel, weakly moonlit. Broken windows were boarded up. Graffiti decorated most of the ground floor and the belongings of passers-by lying on the floor near it, like the owners were abducted, leaving their stuff behind. 
Gus pointed his flashlight at the ground and saw light depressions in the dirt leading to the building. With enough spirits moving through, the material has shifted in their path. Let's move. I... I don't like this. Where's your spirit, boy? We're gonna slaughter them. Ain't no need to worry about a thing. All right. If you say so. Quick in and out. No time to go about killing them all. Just need to figure out what they're doing. Gus moves forward, flashlight on. He sees the lobby engulfed in darkness. It's more a waiting room. The sofas are tipped over and torn. The wooden decorations slashed. Lamps thrown against the walls. The floor is covered in dust. But there are outlines of bodies. What's that up there? Gus looks up into the darkness. Through the dank moonlight, he sees a body hanging from a noose, smiling. Gus points his flashlight up, and the body disappears. How do we figure out why they're here? Open the damn door! Wait, what if it's a trap? They're coming! Just open it for Christ's sake! The deathly-looking brown-haired woman wears a black shirt, inscribed with the words, Paranormal punchers. Her arms are scratched, neck gashed. My friends are on the second floor. Wait, what? A paranormal no, normal punch? Man, who are you? Alicia, you probably already know me. The other three are above. Gus glances at the dust outlines of bodies. There are four. Gus turns to Alicia, unsheathing an iron sword. And my reputation does not precede me. What department are you from? Can ghosts possess dead bodies? Frogman, get your shit together. What you doing? Para paranormal punchers? Is that supposed to mean something to me? I'm part of the paranormal punchers and my friends are up there. I'm not possessed, I swear to God. Joe? We gotta sweep the floor anyway. Let's see what's up. I'll go first. Jimmy approaches the door Alicia entered through. He pushes the door open and signals the other to follow, still wielding his iron sword. They hurry up the creaking staircase to the second floor. The stairwell ascends into darkness, but with Jimmy's vision, he saw something clumpy rested against the ceiling, like gravity went upwards. Upon closer look, it was a pile of bodies. Get him, Nash! Got your back! Amateurs. Shut up. Ghosts cannot possess dead bodies. I'll go check out the next floor. Froggy, with me. I, I'd rather stay with the group. Fine. Just this once. Paranormal punchers? Yeah. We do podcasts about paranormal things. What the hell's wrong with your eyes? Bloodshot. 
That isn't bloodshot. That uh, that's a uh, uh. get your crap together. That's a demon. Correction, rogue demon. He's good, you layman. Great. We just picked up more dead weight. Get off your high horse, whoever the hell you think you are. We're bounty hunters, slayers of the supernatural. Is that supposed to mean something to me? When you thought ghosts possessed dead bodies? Froggy doesn't represent all of us. You have an idiot under the title, Slayer of the Supernatural. That's all I need to hear. Wanna say that again about my friend? My ears! At the end of the hallway is an old woman, floating, with a veil covering her face, dressed all in black, with gray hair. Jimmy pounces forward and swings his golden sword, slaying her. Above, Froggy jumps at the noise. <laughs> this brings me back to my grandma's attic. No haunting house could beat that. <laughs> Ow! Who did that? <laughs> I question how you managed to make ghosts laugh. Because I'm a funny guy. Let's go. Come on, come on. Did you see that? <laughs> I'm not looking. Nuh uh. Count me out. If you don't look, I'll give you a black eye. Fine. Threatening me all the goddamn time? Like you're better than me, asshole? That's a spell, isn't it? On the ground is a bowl with mixed ingredients at the center of a pentagram. A book opened on the floor to a certain page. Gus couldn't read a thing. He called over to Jimmy. It's a mass summoning spell from the Codex Gigas, the Devil's Bible. Someone's trying to gather all the supernatural to form armies. No hint as to why... Gus pulls out the rifle and holds the trigger, feeling it rumble in his hands. A spell is cast, and then he feels gusts of wind passing through him. The rifle gets heavier and heavier. I'll join them with Lorraine to interrogate them. Froggy thinks he can dispel the ghosts by breaking the pentagram and kicking over the spell. So he follows through before Gus and Jim notice. Why is there a gap? Froggy. I did y'all a favor. There's more than a thousand ghosts here for a reason, and you just told them that the event's canceled? Now we're the damn main event. Fucking run! The three of them start sprinting down the staircase. You guys messed up the pentagram, didn't you? Everyone, just shut up and run! The paranormal punchers and the bounty hunters run down the stairwell. A bunch of noises come from above, smacking the steel. Jimmy looks up through the darkness. The bodies, once suspended, now come crashing down. He prods them to move faster. They sprint for the end of the lobby. Gus keeps his fingers on the trigger, the gun weighing several more pounds than it did before. The rest of them swing swords in all directions, dissipating ghosts. One zooms forth and scratches Alicia across the chest. 
Joe catches her and slings her over his shoulder, running for the exit. I got her! Keep moving! The building's gonna cave! Oh, I should have done more cardio. You guys had to frack it up for us, huh? Put me down. Damn amateurs. I hope we never see you again. No need to thank me. They all escape. A split second before the whole building crumbles to dust. Had Jimmy left Mark, Mark would have returned to dust. As we all do. Joe sets Alicia down and Jimmy sets Mark down. They watch the dust settle, but not on the ground. They start seeing the outlines of heads and the bodies they're connected to. If you guys need us, just give us a call. We gotta leave right now. Here, have my card. You mess it up for us, but you guys did save my life. We gotta get Alicia to the hospital. We'll see you guys another day. Amateurs filling up our rosters won't be so bad. Wait until we have to save your asses again. The paranormal punchers and the bounty hunters split up in different directions, getting far from the ghosts. They found the devil's Bible in that building. Must be connected to hell somehow. But... Who would try at such a feat? And why? Syscast presents Bounty Hunters. Created, produced, and directed by Tom Young. Written by Joe Spirit and Tom Young. Starring the voice talents of Scott Kelly as Gus Roscoe. Victoria K. Mayer as Joe Darcy. Otis Brogdon Jr. as Shoot First. Jang as Jimmy Travis Tyler, Matt Coles as Mo, Ben Eckert as Froggy, Sean Joseph as Unknown, Aiden Morgan as Deadlock, Julie Hoverson as Lorraine Jensen, Connor Stanton as Wally Jensen, Demon, and Drew Kak Ugarak. Our audio editor was Clea Cullen. And I'm Frank Williamelli, the narrator for Bounty Hunter, a SizzCast production. There are those criminals that get out on bail and decide to skip bail and go on the run. For those individuals, there are people who hunt them down. They are called Bounty Hunters. And we are going with them to bring these criminals to justice. Sort of. And they are not always... It's a price on your head, whether dead or alive. You can run, you can hide, you think that'll do you good. No, you duck. We'll be brought to the light, find you the darkest corner, the recess of the universe. We don't break, we don't play, it ain't a game. When we tear toes or bags, a bounty hunter on your head, we out of space, the outer space. We got room, most fear, so be afraid. So hope on no days you ever hear the bounty hunters is after you. It's two ways to capture, no funny business, no laughing matter. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Witness. After finding the Devil's Bible in the abandoned hotel, the bounty hunters are informed of a new odd occurrence from an even more odd messenger.
floating in the SBHA is a fairy. Small in size, flapping its wings, skin glowing like a close relative of the sun. I was sent by Verlo, representative of the ogres. What the hell? What's wrong? They never send fairies, not if it's urgent. They have so few and the path from there is treacherous. I'll talk to her. I won't have her intimidated with all of you here. Deathlock takes her into the interrogation room, and they discuss for a while. He returns and spreads her word. Ogres? Sixteen feet tall? Yes. Ogres. Giant. Mad at each other. Can we move on? Ogres? So, there's been skirmishes down south. Why? We don't know. Moe's tasked me with informing you guys and we'll be heading out soon. He's out on a grocery run for the missus. Get armed. Demon hordes. Ghost hordes. Next we'll have a giant horde. Someone is pulling one ginormous prank on us. Question is, who? I have an idea, but let's see if more evidence points toward it. Uh, Jimmy, you want to hit up your guy? <laughs> of course, I almost forgot. We'll have to visit his house then. They have houses? We'll be like Jack in Jack and the Beanstalk. You read? Wow. Thanks. Really appreciate it. They enter the armory room. All right. We're dealing with huge ogres. I got you flamethrowers, thermite grenades, napalm launchers, and harpoons. How long have you been keeping this from me? These are insanely heavy. I can't even bring my own pack. I figured that out. So, I added pouches on them for you to store items in. Hey, should we get our guy a present? I do have something in mind. Don't do anything stupid. On a cargo plane, heading south, a cow moves. Why? I can't just bring ribs. The whole package is. You'd be surprised how they like guys that's trying to bulk up. I know, but why? Nothing you say will ever answer my question. You guys should have washed it. Demons are smelly, but ooh-wee, this takes the cake. They are dropped off into the forest and told to head west. As they do, they pass through some kind of force field. Ogres bellow battle cries. Boulders are thrown across the landscape, crashing into mansion-sized houses. Ogres fight on open fields, wielding clubs six feet long and axes just as large. They were much more mighty last I was here. <laughs> I mean, that's weird. Where are the crops? There's usually fields of it. Footsteps quake the earth, moving toward the group. In the distance, trees sway, being pushed aside by something coming their way. Weapons up. Come to mama. Fire! Wait, wait. Man, it's our guy. Drew Kagugarek. Nice to see you. Jimmy, shoot. A cow? We knew you'd need it. You don't know how much I do. All our livestock disappeared one night. I don't know what happened. Drukag Ugarek picks up the cow with one hand and slings it over his shoulder. Weird. Do you guys have more with you? If we knew the situation, we would have brought a fleet of them. 
a boulder comes crashing down near them, toppling trees. Drukag extends his forearm, lowering it to the floor. Get on. I'll lead you to safety. Drukag takes them to his home. It is fortified with steel and wood. They sit on oversized chairs around a long dining table. Drukag is at the end of it. I don't know what happened, but the field smelled of sulfur after that night. Everything we had planted to survive, gone. Like they were never there. And our livestock, not a peep, not a sound. Like they were taken in an instant. No blood to be found. As you can see, it's caused some uproar. We are mainly peaceful. I hope you understand that. You not eating us first thing really hammered the last nail in the coffin. Sulfur, you said? It's demonic for sure. They leave that sense wherever they go. We've become nose blind to it after the horde incident. Anything we can do to help? No, no, no. The amount to feed our meager villages takes the amount to feed your cities. Do not starve your people to save ours. One question. Your people are peaceful. I know your people. Those people on the ground fighting. I had dinner with them. This makes no sense. I, I cannot say. We are peaceful. Stepping into the room is an elder ogre, wearing a necklace made of large fangs, hair braided. We haven't fought in a millennium. All are raised with the same values. We've had a continual raising of good people who became good parents, who raised good children. Though we are not entirely absent evil, when all is lost, we cannot stand by. We cannot spread what is left across everyone. If it was in our DNA to share so little, then it is our kind's end. None of us would stand for such a sad demise. The artifact to balance such things slips from grasp many revolutions around the sun ago. Taken away by goblins, our sad relative kind. They took the North Star far east. We haven't been able to make such a venture, especially on empty stomachs and bodies of large stature. So if we find the North Star, it'll fix everything? <laughs> Goblins! Screw those guys, man. There's a pendant to save the world. My job safety just went down the drain. There's no way you guys had it this whole time, but I still see tears wherever I go. It cannot be used on the whole world, and can only be used to rescue small populations. Inequality is inescapable. Oh, thank God. Deep down, I know you'd be happy if they erased all the shit we had to deal with. <laughs> no, not at all. Can it do anything else? <clears throat> it can defeat. Only one whose evil grows beyond what's possible. He can save many, but kill one. Your choice. But please, our village is in dire need of help. Choose wisely. Yes, sir. Any more pressing matters? 
That's about it. Thank you for your time. The bounty hunters leap off their tall chairs and leave the house. Drukag follows from behind. What's the underworld planning? Sinister beyond imagination. Disruption of this magnitude is unheard of. Pitting kind people against each other? For what? This shit is out of control. Heavy footsteps thump towards them from the left. The hunters wheel left and see a small squad of five ogres, sprinting towards them and leaving cracks in the earth. Battle formation! What the hell do you mean? Battle formation? <laughs> I've never... Just get on one knee like you're proposing and fire at will. The bounty hunters get in a small formation, kneeling on one knee and resting their weapons against their shoulders, taking aim. Deathlock steps forward with his flamethrower. The ogres disappear under a hill. Then they crest it. Deathlock unleashes Hellfire. Froggy and Gus fire napalm rockets, landing square in the face of one of them, melting its skin. Joe lobs a thermite grenade, and it takes out the chest of another. Jimmy leaps forward and throws a deadly punch, dropping a third. Shoot first fires his harpoon through the legs of the fourth. Drew Kagugarek leaps through the air right above the bounty hunters and crashes into the fourth ogre. He drops him to the ground, grasping his own fist, raises it over his head, and drops a deadly blow, crashing the ogre's head. Drew Kag apologizes, then leaps for the fifth and last one. They get into a fist fight, punches shaking the air. Deathlock leaps onto the fifth ogre, climbs up his leg, his back, then takes out a blade and slices open his neck. The ogre tips over, and Deathlock slides down its side, leaping off the foot and sticking the landing. Show off much? More practicality. There's more. We need to move. Drukag! Drukag lets them climb on, and he runs back towards the edge of the forest. Go! Faster! We'll take care of them! <laughs> this is like being drunk! Froggy fires, and the rocket twirls around his intended target, flying toward the mountains and crashing into the trees in a great fall of fire. The fires lick nearby trees, the flames growing. Watch where you aim! We do not have fire here for a reason! Froggy watches as enemies now band together and move to extinguish the flames. Trying to burn down everything? Oh, oh sorry. Sorry. Uh, I apologize. Gus fires his rocket, and it lands. The ogres are repelled. For now. Flames, their bigger problem. Drukag arrives at the edge, the hunters disembarking. Find the North Star. I beg you. We won't let you down, my man. Drew? Nice seeing you again. The hunters get on the cargo plane and head back to headquarters. Next stop, the land of the goblins. Sizcast presents Bounty Hunters. Created, produced, and directed by Tom Young. Written by Joe Spirit and Tom Young. Starring the voice talents of Scott Kelly as Gus Roscoe. 
Victoria K. Mayer as Joe Darcy, Otis Brogdon Jr. as Shoot First, Peter Zhang as Jimmy Travis Tyler, Matt Coles as Moe, Ben Eckert as Froggy, Sean Joseph as Unknown, Aiden Morgan as Deadlock, Demon, and Drukak Ugarek. Our audio editor was Clea Cullen. And I'm Frank Guglielmelli, the narrator for Bounty Hunter, a SizzCast production. Witness. There are those criminals that get out on bail and decide to skip bail and go on the run. For those individuals, there are people who hunt them down. They are called bounty hunters. And we are going with them to bring these criminals to justice. Sort of. And they are not always human. It's a price on your head, whether dead or alive. You can run, you can hide, you think that'll do you good? No, you duck. We'll be brought to the light, find you the darkest corner, the recess of the universe. We don't break, we don't play, it ain't the game. When we tear toes or bags, a bounty hunter on your head, we out of space, the outer space. We got room, most fear, so be afraid. So hope will no days you ever hear the bounty hunters. It's after you, it's two ways to capture, no funny business, no laughing matter. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Witness. The team enters a portal into a dimension that bridges two locations. They walk through a forest. What they would really see was altered by the SBHA. PTSD wasn't on their agenda. So, Mo hasn't found much. But after he interrogated a lonesome demon, lots of crap is going down down there. They're organized more than ever before. The most insane voluntarily step into line. Something has the nature of things in the palm of their hands, and they're caressing it real good. From lowly drug dealers to world-threatening threats? I don't like that one bit. That thing isn't the only one holding on to the nature of things. If the world falls, it's on us. That killed my vibe. Your vibe kills itself every time we do anything. And you just massacred it. Well, someone's gotta fight the good fight. But us? Us? Who are we? A bunch of people just like anyone else. Man, shut up with that. We aren't just a bunch of people. We know what to do. As does everyone who knows of the supernatural. We're not special. I gotta agree. If we mess up, the whole world dies. My hands will find a shovel in the dirt before I get a say. Never thought about it like that. I just realized something, guys. Here comes Froggy's great wisdom. This is crazy. Look, we're helping no matter what. Does the back of the plane open up? No. Nope. Nada. I have a first class ticket here for you, Froggy. To where? Jimmy takes out a pistol. My home. 
You might find it a little hot, a little steamy, but that's where you'll go. Imagine you're standing before God and he's looking over your life. You don't even have the heart to answer him when he asks you about the apocalypse and your hand in it. Okay. Okay. I get it. No, you just don't get it, kid. You're just saying that. Get off his case. You always want him to shut up. Not this time. Why is he even on our team? All he does is freak out. So what? At least he's here. Now we're in the business of retaining dead weight? Stop attacking him. Joe, I can take care of myself. Sorry. I guess opting out isn't an option? Nope. It is, but not by your own hand. What if I stepped out? <sighs> That's some serious shit. Look, kid, don't go down that road. It's the coward's way out. I know you guys might not like to hear that coming from your world, but it is. That's just fucked. You have no clue what it's like for others. Look, Joe, I'm not one to encourage it, unlike you. Life is... life. <sighs> Everyone, just stop. Don't argue again. It's tiring as hell, but intended. <laughs> Then don't make stupid statements like that, then, Frog. <laughs> I thought it was quite remarkable. <laughs> they spend the rest of the walk talking amongst one another. They get to the land of the goblins, the portal dropping them off on the outskirts. <laughs> oh, everything smells. Really not what I expected. I don't see lavender, but I smell it. The land is immaculate. The houses made of stone and wood. Some even made of steel. Cobblestone streets pave through the kingdom. The citizens themselves fashionable and good-looking. We mess with them. Won't we be mobbed by a huge goblin army? Then I'll kick him for soccer practice. We won't leave this place without bloodshed. That's for sure. Not always a smart thing trying to snatch something. Okay, does no one notice how nice everything is? I expected this. Jimmy points to the huge monument in the distance. It's of gold, and at the top is the North Star. Dead giveaway. You got eyes of an eagle. Wrong beast. That, that thing is huge. <laughs> That's what she said. But how do we get it? I've been slacking on my climbing skills. Maybe. We don't have to climb at all. Even I'm not that crazy. What's he talking about? How strong are the foundations? I like where this is going. Ah, Jesus. Did I just hear you say Jesus? I'm a big fan. But seriously, we're not actually... They were. But we should be diplomatic. You're joking. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Which is why Froggy's going to negotiate with the King Goblin. We'll set up these explosives along the base. Why me? You're the most charismatic, are you not? Come to think of it, yeah, I am. I'll go walk up those stairs right now. The bounty hunters run into a little problem while approaching the building. There were guards. We need a distraction. On it. 
Jimmy, using his demonic powers, jumped onto the palace where the king resided. The guards noticed and mobilized, shouting at him. He started tearing at the architecture. The goblins took aim and fired arrows at him. The bystanders walked by, watching the spectacle. The bounty hunters then moved in and attached the C4 and dynamite to the base of the monument. So, um... What in the gnome is happening up there? Back to my point. Hush now, human. We must continue later. Uh, <clears throat> my words are much more important than what is happening. The sounds from above suddenly stopped. A guard rushes in and informs the king of what happened. Get after him. And what of you, your highness? Urgent exchange with this human awaits. Remove yourself from sight. Understood, your highness. You were saying, Froggy. Outside, a knight passing by the monument spots Joe stuck on some C4 and calls out. They saw us. Oh, shit. Keep wiring this up. I'll deal with this. Deathlock approaches the goblin knights with a rifle in his hand. Fingers on the trigger. More flank. Gus! On it. Gus wards them off with gunfire. They fire arrows at him, and the arrows bounce off. Then, an orc bursts out. Roll fresh meat! Man, I have not seen that kind in a long time. Gus, move out of the way! The orc kicks Gus in the chest. Gus crashes into the monument, coughing blood. <coughs> Shoot fires a shot at the orc. The orc takes the hit, sucks his teeth while holding the wound, then charges ruthlessly towards Shoot. <laughs> you just messed with the wrong one! <laughs> Shoot holds his pistol with one hand and takes the other forefinger and puts it where the trigger is, then jerked it back and forth. The pistol fired as fast as the machine gun, tearing through orc flesh. The orc's bones shone through, blood spilling from its jaguar-like mouth. He spit it, then kept on running. Human weapons against orc flesh. <laughs> Laughable. I got an idea. Shoot moves towards the monument. The orc chasing seconds behind him. Get the detonator ready. It's too early. I don't care. Blow this shit to hell. Shoot jumped out of the way a fraction of a second before hitting the monument. The orc, being heavy, crashed into the monument head first. Dazed, Gus and Shoot ran fast and far. Now, Gus! Gus detonates the bombs. Sharknell snaps towards them. Gus and Shoot first hide behind a wall, suffering minor cuts. The orc disintegrates. The shockwave drops several goblins. Buildings are torn through. The monument whines like a dying metal beast. The king comes running out. The North Star, no! No, 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 no! Goblins burst through their doors, looking up at the wavering monument. Cries echo across the land. Why have you done this? We, we, uh, uh, um, 
Our peoples have remained peaceful for longer than we remember. We bothered nobody. Now we must return to more savage ways. Thanks to you, humans. Guards! Legions of goblin guards march from the rear of the palace. Their focus broken by the wavering monument. Some of the goblin knights weaken, not able to hold up their own armor. Use the crash as a smoke screen to leave! I'll grab the North Star! Just then, Jimmy leaped onto the monument and using both legs with all his force, pushed down, which to Gus on the ground meant sideways. All that force broke the center beam, the great monument whining, falling over. The goblins started running for their lives. Some went for the bounty hunters. Joe limps away, but is too slow. The monument is right over his head. Jimmy leaps off the monument and hits the ground running. Deathlock fights off the legions, but is nearly overwhelmed. He starts retreating. Just before the monument strikes Joe, Gus runs by and picks up Joe, slinging her over his shoulder and making a run for it. The monument flattens against the ground. Rubble and dust darken the once great kingdom, silencing many goblins. Got the North Star. You stole life from me, yet you laugh like a child. Humans always tearing everything down. You should be ashamed of yourselves. The bounty hunters escape the kingdom, legions following close in pursuit, but never getting close enough for capture. The goblin knight holds a piece of cloth torn from Gus's shirt. He shows it to the crowd. We will have blood. To the always. Sizcast presents Bounty Hunters. Created, produced, and directed by Tom Young. Written by Joe Spirit and Tom Young. Starring the voice talents of Scott Kelly as Gus Roscoe. Victoria K. Mayer as Joe Darcy. Otis Brogdon Jr. as Shoot First. Peter Zhang as Jimmy Travis Tyler. Ben Eckert as Froggy. Aiden Morgan as Deadly. Our audio editor was Clea Cullen. And I'm Frank Williamelli, the narrator for Bounty Hunter, a SizCast production. There are those criminals that get out on bail and decide to skip bail and go on the run. For those individuals, there are people who hunt them down. They are called bounty hunters. And we are going with them to bring these criminals to justice. Sort of. And they are not always human. It's a price on your head, whether dead or alive. You can run, you can hide, you think that'll do you good? No, you duck. 
Well, we brought to the light, find you the darkest corner, the recess of the universe. We don't break, we don't play, it ain't the game. When we tear toes or bags, a bounty hunter on your head, we out of space, the outer space. We got room, most fear, so be afraid, so hope will no days. You ever hear the bounty hunters? It's after you, it's two ways to capture, no funny business, no laughing matter. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Witness. That was stupid. You made no goddamn fuss. Hell, you were even backed up the idea. Don't be telling me. At least push the monument in the direction of the damn forest, not the city. Damage is done, Joe. Stop dwelling on it. We're supposed to just let go? Surprised you lasted this long in this line of work. She, nor I, have ever done stuff that's threatened a whole civilization. This is batshit crazy. Look, it's a simple way in the pros and cons. And this has many other former. This is all simple logic to you. At least I see those things as living. The same can't be said for the whole world if we choose these goblins over them. What she's saying is, there must be another way. Exactly. Alright. Jimmy turns back and heads to the portal they just came through. What are you doing? I'm gonna return the North Star. Well, you can't. We need it. Then what the hell do you want? There must be another way, you say, but we still need the damn thing! Little did they know, demons were constructing a portal to intercept this dimension. Legions would be pouring in soon. Sacrificing a civilization, huh? Makes me feel like that one German fellow. We do what we must. But is it right? In this line of work, the right thing to do? Ain't always entirely good. <laughs> that makes no goddamn sense. What's right should be good. That's why it's right. Kid, look, I know you're a good hunter, raised well and all of that, but there's something your parents or even the professors haven't told you that. I think it's crucial for you to hear this now. Your opinion means shit. Asshole much? Oh, because you're so old you get to? Of course I goddamn can. I've seen what your naivety causes. Death? Lots of death to save the tiniest minority. The world isn't black and white. As you guys know, choose. Let the goblins return to their old ways, or let the world eat itself alive. Even see your parents join the fray. Well, when you put it like that... There must be something else we can do. There is nothing else we can fucking do because we have no choice. This is no damn fantasy land. This is the supernatural we're talking about. Nothing evil humans come up with matches that of the underworld. Want to see them reign to save a couple of measly goblins? Go right a fucking head. Joe, who had fallen silent, now speaks up. We're living in gray, aren't we? Unfortunately. I can't stand it and don't like it just as much as you don't. Damage is done. We can't go back. Accept it so we can get on with our lives. Okay, okay. Saving the world I can get behind, but making these choices, 
It tears me to bits. Can't do good without being a little dangerous. As is the rule of life. Just then, the portal is completed. The pathway is forged. The dimension grows darker. Demons are disrupting the tranquility. Are, 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 are people allowed to join us uninvited? Those aren't people. Uh, horses? <laughs> Nay, demons actually. The darkness grows toward the portal. Back to the SBHA. Quick, run! Ah, the famed bounty hunters. Jimmy's eyes widened. His heart skipped a beat. Run! Run for your goddamn lives! Where are you going, child of mine? <laughs> We've been meaning to replace you. But the gap you left behind was far too great for any but you to fill. Who is this guy? He sounds hot. I mean, I mean uh, scary. He bears a name that bursts you to flames. A name no one in the universe bears but him. That's crazy. What, he's Voldemort? This is no joke, Joe. This guy's... This guy's your worst nightmare's nightmare! Who is he? He's the one causing the world to eat itself alive! He's who's we've been looking for this whole time! He's what started all this! He's Diablo! The Demon Lord! He wants our blood! <laughs> My reputation precedes me. Oh yeah? Then the name Deathlock will haunt your fucking dreams. Do not mess with- Feel God's wrath flow through my veins, demon scum! Deathlock! Deathlock runs towards the horde, chanting scriptures and wielding a crucifix. Lightning and thunder around him, he snaps many of them back to hell. But one remains, standing fifteen feet tall with blazing red eyes and a sinister smile. Diablo hits Deathlock with an uppercut, causing Deathlock to fly into space. Diablo then leaps after him, turning into a small speck in the sky. He flies above Deathlock, then launches a punch into Deathlock's stomach. Deathlock, cratering into the floor, he coughs blood. <coughs> Bones broken. Take him away. Demons pull Deathlock away. <sighs> Jimmy Tyler, running away like a coward. A sight I'd never expect to see. Will we do what we must? A familiar notion, shoot. I'm not a devil worshiper. Yet you act the same as Diablo does. I thought that crossed my mind many times. But many lives saved when I decided it wasn't worth pursuing. Jimmy, I remember you enjoying it. People change. Demons don't. Remember the chains, the jagged blades, pliers, an invention I think mankind. 
I'm not the same. You keep telling yourself that, but deep down, you know you loved it. I know you, Jimmy Tyler. I know you more than you know. I'm not going with you. Never! They are close to the portal, but it seems so far away. The darkness is right on their heels. Gus picks up Joe again, her limp nearly getting her killed. Shoot first, takes out holy water and throws it back at the darkness. It pauses for a split second before overcoming the spill. The queen advised against ever informing you where you really came from. It would have gotten you killed. I've had enough of your shit! You leap bounds across the city. You run on walls. You have the strength of a thousand times that of what your vessel allows. When the demonic empire invaded your little beast, you fought many of your own kind on your own. Of course, you couldn't handle the demonic empire. You weren't trained enough for that. Have you ever stopped to ask yourself why you could do all that? Go! Go! There's no way he's saying what I think he's saying. You could do so much more, Jimmy. And I can teach you, just like old times. Teach me? All you did was pass by the damn camp. Mm, I forgot. You don't remember the times I refer to. We made sure of that. What? Jimmy slows down from his sprint. Gus is carrying Joe. Froggy and Chute run by. Chute bends down and snatches the North Star from Jimmy, not looking back. Jimmy! Had you known Jimmy, your peers would have rejected you. Don't. Don't tell me I'm your... Yes. My blood runs through your veins. Son, always has. You can't escape it, so come home. Come back to us. Jimmy falls to his knees, face struck with shock. The darkness envelopes him, and he's whisked away. The rest of the bounty hunters leap into the portal, the portal closing up behind them. They crash onto the floor of the SBHA, bloodied and dirtied, smelling of sulfur. What the hell happened? They... They... Took Jimmy and Deathlock. Who's they? The Demon Lord. Uh, him and the... Deadlock 
got into an anime fight. No, but it lasted way shorter than I thought it would. And what of the land of goblins? We regret it more than you can know. This shit's not gonna get past so easily. It's getting real, Mo. We've entered the gray, haven't we? Uh, I like the white better. Of course you do, buddy. Of course you do. We need to get back at them. With what? We lost Deathlock and Jimmy. I could kill as many demons as you want. But at the end of the day, those two are all that gave this little band of misfits a fighting chance. We have to try. We're in the gray. You're right. But we still have this. Gus picks up the North Star from the ground. We can do something with this. We could show it to the ogres. Earn their respect. No, no, no. That's not a smart move. They'll want it for themselves and forget the rest of the world. They're nice, but not selfless. Uh, but but uh, we could get them to help us fight. Then what? Lose the North Star's power? You heard what the Elder said. Use it, and we won't be able to fight Diablo with it. But we still didn't need their help. We don't need to use the North Star to do that. It'll be hard to get them to fight a war that's not theirs. The demons produce the sulfuric smell. We gotta convince them if they help us, we can restore peace to their world. Unite them against a common evil. We already told them. You know what happens if you go rogue against the SBHA. There's no bounty out for them. It'd break the code. Word travels slow, doesn't it? You don't know what happened in the land of the goblins yet. What have you guys done? We did what we had to. This is wrong, shoot. We're not killing innocents. You won't have to do anything. It'll be all on me. All you have to do is keep your goddamn mouth shut. Syscast presents Bounty Hunters. Created, produced, and directed by Tom Young. Written by Joe Spirit and Tom Young. Starring the voice talents of Scott Kelly as Gus Roscoe. Victoria K. Mayer as Joe Darcy. Otis Brogdon Jr. as Shoot First. Peter Zhang as Jimmy Travis Tyler. Matt Coles as Moe. Ben Eckert as Froggy. Aiden Morgan as Deadlock. Our audio editor was Clea Cullen. And I'm Frank Williamelli, the narrator for Bounty Hunter, a SizzCast production. There are those criminals that get out on bail and decide to skip bail and go on the run. For those individuals, there are people who hunt them down. They are called bounty hunters. And we are going with them to bring these criminals to justice. Sort of. And they are not always human. It's a price on your head, whether dead or alive. You can run, you can hide, you think that'll do you good? Know you're dumb. 
will be brought to the light Find you the darkest corner, the recess of the universe We don't break, we don't play, it ain't a game When we tag toes or bags, a bounty hunter on your head We out of space, not out of space We got room, most fear, so be afraid So hope on no days you ever hear the bounty hunters Is after you, it's two ways to capture No funny business, no laughing matter Everyone gets their turn before they done You just made the wrong one Everyone gets their turn before they done You just made the wrong one Everyone gets their turn before they done You just made the wrong one Witness Taking a cargo plane to the ogres The portals proving themselves untrustworthy in keeping out intruders The remnants of the bounty hunters sit in silence Gus Froggy and Joe sit on one side, shoot first on the other. The cargo plane rumbles, meeting turbulence. Sit, don't blame me. I am. I second that. I third that, bitch. You come at me crazy for doing what's right? What's the quote from the Bible again? I remember. You will be hated by all because of my name. But it is the one who has endured to the end who will be saved. Matthew chapter 10, verse 11. This is no ordinary battle where the demons are just on our, our base desires. No, no. It's more than that. Shit. This gotta be done. And it's a blessing you have me. Hate me. Disrespect me. You can even think less of me. Fine. I don't give a damn. I've lived long enough to know that crap doesn't break bones. And if we had to kill your parents, your children, your wife, would you say the same? If it meant saving the world. Bullshit. You're not that hardcore. No one is. Look, son, you have no clue what I've been through. We just met. Mo let all y'all run around with us because you happen to see the now captured Jimmy. He doesn't like what you're doing either. Look, I get results. I always have. If you are around, you know that. I don't want to go over my life story, tell you what I've done, what I've endured. I'm not looking for your pity. You can keep that shit. But I'm not going to hear from some rookie who think he knows morality. I'm all ears if you guys know a better way to convince these guys to fight for us. Perhaps. Talk to them. Reason with them. They're an articulate and smart people. So you're going to go reason with them? What's the argument? Sacrifice your people for humans who will turn them into science experiments on first sight. It takes more force than that. They're starving because of Diablo. If we redirect them to fighting a more sensible battle, they'll unite. No trickery in that. Look, I had this one case where... Here it comes. Well, go on then. Fucking tried. Into the battlefield, call a meeting with the ogre somehow. Get them to hear your little squeaky voice, and we'll see how far we get. I don't have the patience to teach you. Experience is the best way. Really? You're letting us? Sure, go ahead. But just know if it goes wrong, you already know what plan B is. Fine, we have a deal. Once that's through, what of Jimmy and Deathlock? We need a diversion of some kind to get to them. They're in hell. Harsh much? Oh, no, no, that's not a joke. Literally. They're chained up in hell guarded by the demonic empire knights. 
A diversion. A diversion is highly unlikely in this case. But not impossible. Yeah. It'll need to be one huge diversion. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Opening arguments, Gus? Hmm. Well, for starters... Sorry, that's mine. Hello? We have a problem. The demons are marching towards the gates of hell. And if we don't stop them, all hell breaks loose. Not a figure of speech. How much time we got? Twelve hours. How'd you find this out? I went there to see for myself. Diablo is at the forefront, ready to open the gates. How many in the army? Guess how many died in the history of the world. And take three-fourths of that. What? Diablo's the only reason they're organized. He took off the ring to do something, and the army started running wild until he put it back on. Job chapter 21, verse 30. For the wicked are reserved for the day of doom. They shall be brought out on the day of wrath. They weren't meant to be controlled. The Lord was supposed to bring them out on his own and completely destroy them with hellfire. Diablo must have forged something from somewhere, of course not of this planet, to start that day of wrath far earlier than the Lord planned. Without Lord's hellfire, all those meant to be damned to nothingness will roam eternally. So what we're supposed to do? Gather everyone you can. No matter the cost. Vampires, goblins, goddesses, fairies, griffins, wizards, everyone. We'll be trying on our side, too. Or we're totally fucked. Understood. Froggy, try and recruit the wizards. Joe, talk to Lorraine. And I will go for the ogres. We have 12 hours. 12 hours before what? The end of the world. An hour later, Gus and Shoot first stand at the crest of a hill, overlooking the entire horde of ogres. We are facing an apocalypse. What happened to you was deliberate. The demonic empire sent their cronies to steal all you've worked for. Knowing chaos ensues. All of you can survive if you band together and help us against the demonic empire. Become family once again. The crowd clamored. My children will not die for you. Yeah, that's true. We'll follow you to the underworld, then we're hounded. Predictable. Exactly. We ain't hearing it from a goddamn demon. Why? Silence! At least listen. Who are they to have our attention, True Keg? My children will not die for a mere acquaintance. They lack our trust. They've done nothing but... I know these people. Decades ago, this man, Shoot First, saved my life. Joe and Gus turn towards Shoot First, angered. He speaks softly to them. I'm not some crazed murderer. I don't like this any more than you guys do. Death knocked on his door. Yet his prerogative was to save my life. If I can vouch for him, I can vouch for who he trusts. The crowd looked at the four of them standing at the crest of a hill. Humans are backstabbing sons of goblins, Drew Cag. Never trust them. From what I know... The crowd fell silent, respecting Elder Verlo. 
Humans are a greedy, scheming bunch, much like our sad cousins, the goblins. They kill millions of each other when there are just thousands here. They produce elaborate lies to control the millions still left alive. For that, they have to be wary amongst their own kind. Elder Varlow pointed up at them. He looked like an animated statue, hands stony and hardened from years of toil. They are not like those people. Joe looked at Shoot first again. These men and women will die for you, as well as those under them. We shall return favor. Apologies, Elder Verlow, but I have to disagree. Humans are not so differing from one another. Humans are demons, with or without possession by one. How will they earn your trust? They cannot. And the rest of you? Hands up if you wish to take the fight to the demons. A small portion of them did. But soon, after getting scowled at, they lowered their hands as well. Apologies, shoot. We can't do anything about it. Fuck! Gus looks at Shoot, knowing what must be done. Shoot looks back, knowing what will happen, stepping away. Meanwhile, Froggy stands before the Council of Wizards. If you do not help us, the world will end. And you expect us to believe you? Where's the proof? I see no demonic presence out and about. See this? Froggy shows off his scars from the battle at the SBHA. Demons did that. And no, I wasn't so desperate. I cut myself. What is that? Abuse marks from your father? I'm sorry, but we all have that. Remove yourself from sight, uh, whoever you are. Froggy left the room. Shit. Joe was with Lorraine in her old home. The SBHA finally got done with setting her free, after she chose to stay and fight rather than run, which she could have easily done, nearly sacrificing her own life for them. Please, we need your help. And those of your kind. What's in it for us? Hmm. You guys love tormenting people because they can't do anything about it. Well, used to in your case. If the demons roam the earth, the tables will turn. They're spirits like you. They'll torment everyone and you. You want to help my kind keep on doing what they're doing? A weighing of evils. We might all just die. I know your kind longs for that. Eternal life has many pros, but one giant con and it's in the name. Then why not just let them roam the earth to take us each out? It's a choice of how you want to go out, Lorraine. To be honest, that night at the SPHA was the greatest night of my life, even when I was actually alive. Even almost being torn apart, helping you guys gave me more satisfaction than I'd like to admit, even than being the tyrant. 
though not all ghosts have had a taste of that. Everyone sticks with the devils they know. But you're at least in. I am, but I don't know about the others. They trust you. If you do me and the world this favor and speak to them, fight in this war, and you survive, I'll set you free myself if that's what you want, regardless of if you convince them. I'll see what I can do, Joe. They tried to shake hands, but Lorraine's hand passed right through Joe's. They pretended to handshake instead. Back in the South, Chute enters the home of Elder Verlot. The fighting had stopped outside, the ogres having an unspoken agreement to let everyone have rest between each warring day. Chute sprinkled sulfur everywhere, fouling the place up. Then Chute, with a sword, climbed onto Varlow's bed, then thrust the blade down through his throat. Varlow awoke, his blood splashing on Chute. Chute slashed more, making the gash bigger. This way the ogres wouldn't suspect a human had done this. Verlo looked at him, feeling the largest sense of betrayal. This had to be done, Elder. I'm sorry. Verlo just glared at Chute until all life had faded from him. Chute wiped the blood off the soles of his shoes, walking from the incident. Walking from the incident, he saw Verlo's look in his head, a wave of regret crashing into him. Taking a deep breath, he disregarded it and returned to the forest. The next day, they found Verlo's body and called back Gus and Chute. This will not go without an answer. Chute first didn't smile, haunted by that image of Verlo in his dying state. Good to hear that. There was an hour left before the gates opened. The SBHA helped set up portals for the ogres to enter hell. They also recruited one other species, knowing they'd be on the good side. The goddesses. There were ten goddesses. The bounty hunters questioned if ten goddesses could hold off billions. Joe still waited for Lorraine at her home, but nothing happening yet. She left a note telling Lorraine how to get to hell if everything went well. She phoned the FBHA and told them, if an army of ghosts appeared, let them through the portals. She doubted an army would show up, but it was all about hope. The bounty hunters reunited with the SBHA with Mo and the tech guy. He'll arm you guys with what you'll need. I've been preparing for the Day of Wrath for a long time. I've kept this long locked away, and I don't know what good it'll do against billions, but it's something. It's the Devil's Trap in a rocket launcher. Depending on the height, it will use tiny rockets with little nanobots in them to print out the Devil's Trap. It takes about half hour if you want to draw something the size of Texas. I'll take it there right now. Good idea. Also, if anyone steps into it before completion, the trap will not set. Understood. Any of you goddesses want to volunteer to try to help me? Athena stepped forward, skin radiating with mountainous energy. I volunteer. The others still require rest. 
I went such straight hell ceiling in the grass. Thank you. Gus and Athena entered the portal. Little did the bounty hunters know, Diablo always had guards at the gates. Sizcast presents Bounty Hunters. Created, produced, and directed by Tom Young. Written by Joe Spirit and Tom Young. Starring the voice talents of Scott Kelly as Gus Roscoe. Victoria K. Mayer as Joe Darcy. Otis Brogdon Jr. as Shoot First. Matt Coles as Moe. Ben Eckert as Froggy. Sean Joseph as Unknown. Julie Hoverson as Lorraine Jensen. Connor Stanton as Wally Jensen, Demon, and Drew Kak Ugarek. Our audio editor was Clea Cullen. And I'm Frank Guglielmelli, the narrator for Bounty Hunter, a Sizcast production. Witness. There are those criminals that get out on bail and decide to skip bail and go on the run. For those individuals, there are people who hunt them down. They are called bounty hunters. And we are going with them to bring these criminals to justice. Sort of. And they are not always human. It's a price on your head, whether dead or alive. You can run, you can hide, you think that'll do you good. Know your duck will be brought to the light. Find you the darkest corner, the recess of the universe. We don't break, we don't play, it ain't the game. When we tear toes or bags, a bounty hunter on your head. We out of space, the outer space. We got room, most fear, so be afraid. So hope on no days you ever hear the bounty hunters is after you. It's two ways to capture, no funny business, no laughing matter. Everyone gets their turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets the turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Everyone gets the turn before they done. You just made the wrong one. Witness. We'll send in the ogres once the trap is complete so they won't break in. It would have been cool if we had wizards on our side. Joe looked out the window of the SBHA, hoping to see pale beings cresting the hills. No one did. No one else, Mo? Believe me, we asked everyone. If only there was a way to... Mo looked at Shoot, and Shoot looked back at him, both knowing what needed to be done. Did you do it? Is that why the ogres are arming themselves? I have no clue what you're talking about. I can smell the sulfur on you. Mo ruffled and pulled his own hair. We got half an hour to save the world. And we're backed into a corner. Again, Mo looked at Shoot, knowing what must be done. Shoot! Gun! Never mind. We're not doing that. I will not become you. This is what we got. Arm the ogres the best we can, and let the goddesses rest. We'll go in ten minutes before their arrival at the gates. So where are the gates? They're not on Earth. That's for sure. Gus's rifle was a little away, hidden behind a rock. Huge demons thumped towards Athena, who was now battle-scarred. 
She swung her spear in the wide arc, killing two guards, but many more approached. She looked at Gus and signaled him to move for his rifle, for all was for naught. Shit, 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 shit. Gus started moving for his rifle. A guard caught sight of him. He ducked under a speedy kick and kept running. The demon sprinted after him. Athena dove and tore the demon in half. She tried picking Gus up, but was shoulder slammed. Gus kept running, other demons catching sight of him. About to be hounded, Athena swooped in and, using much energy, crashed into the demons with shield at her shoulder. They flew across what would be their battlefield. Diablo ducked, the demons crashing overhead. Gus, sprinting, accidentally tumbled when trying to grab his rifle. He scrambled back for it, the demons right on him. He picked it up, and Athena drops on him, using her wings to back the demons off, and she flew straight upward. They got several good strikes on her on her way up, her energy bleeding radiant white down her legs. The demons flew up with them. Athena rocketed upwards, Gus getting chills from the speed. Oh, what about my sisters? They feel my pain. Get her locked the presents. Athena gets to the ceiling. It looked like a red-painted cave. We cannot keep their feet from grazing the devil's trap. If they're not now, it will not complete. Unless... The demons were close. I'll distract them the longest I can. Have words with my sisters. They are much stronger than we assumed. Now, take aim. Gus looked down the launcher scope. The devil's trap was the size of Texas. He launched the tiny missiles. Then, Athena gave Gus her helmet. She let go of Gus, the demons bolting for her. She flew around, the demons right on her tail. Gus plummeted to the ground. There were twenty minutes until Diablo and his cronies reached the gate. Time lost. Back at the SBHA, Joe looks out the window. Nothing yet. Gus bursts through the portal and comes running in. No time to explain. We gotta go. Now! Mo played a noise none of the humans could hear. Only the goddesses. They awoke, tired and sleepy. Go! Now! Don't let your feet touch the floor! The nine remaining goddesses float towards the reddish portal and disappear into it. We need a huge diversion. Why? We need Jimmy and Deathlock. Something to get the attention of the demonic empire. The ogres. We can send them in to retrieve them. We have no time for a diversion. And lose their presence on the battlefield? That, or we lose entirely. Fine. Mo gets on the phone. Inform Drew Cag there's been a change of plans. Set coordinates for each portal to the demonic kingdom. Their forces are probably spread thin. The Demonic Empire would want to see the Day of Wrath, too. Tech guy, got weapons for us? I got just the weapon. It emulates Deathlock's shockwave ability, but not quite. I feel like Thanos wearing this thing. Fine, I'll do it myself. Let's go. Now. They entered the portal. Coordinates adjusted for the distance at which the goddesses now fought. 
in the minutes that passed since the nine goddesses entered, chaos reigned. The demonic legions were right in the cusp of the devil's trap, just a mile from its edge. The ten goddesses were spread thin, the demons trying to run along the edge and out of their range. You fight well for women. All peoples gain strength from our beloved, our friend. Then bask in the darkness of knowing those threats will fulfill themselves. Gus sees a bright flash of light in the distance. It's Athena, booming with the last of her energy. Come on. Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 20. Shoot first sprints towards the fight. Billions of demons run over each other, leaping off one another to get at the goddesses. And the goddesses, striking them down with flashes of light. They get close to Athena. You are my hammer and weapon of war. With you, I break nations in pieces. With you, I destroy kingdoms. Shoot dispels millions with one blow, saving Athena by a scratch. Athena, empowered by the shockwave, dive-bombs the demons and leaves a crater in her wake, eradicating millions. She looks up, knowing her battle is far from over. Tens of millions crowd, reaching the horizon. Gus, using the gauntlet, finds Shoot's passage and continues. With you, I will break in pieces the horse and its rider. The gauntlet glows. With you, I will break in pieces the chariot and its rider. Gus fires, shockwave expanding forth a mile, demons screaming. With you also I will break in pieces man and woman. With you I will break in pieces old and young. With you I will break in pieces the young man and the maiden. With you I will break in pieces the shepherd and his flock. With you I will break in pieces the farmer and his yoke of oxen. And with you I will break in pieces Governors and rulers. They together kill millions, eternally damning them to nothing. Clearing a portion of the battlefield, Diablo stands there like the last standing tree after a forest fire. He turns towards the bounty hunters, stomping towards them. Darkness expands from him. Hera tries to get at him. Diablo grabs her by the neck and slams her into the ground, cratering. He's a lot fucking stronger than I remember. Did he just eat a goddamn Snickers? We forget. We're fighting in his domain. <laughs> you severely underestimate me, Greek god. Diablo throws Hera into the air, like he did Deathlock, and throws an earth-shattering punch at her side. She flies far, over the horizon, and out of sight. You supernatural bounty hunters are a disgrace. Meanwhile, at the demonic kingdom, the ogres land. Let's go, let's go! They charge the kingdom in their thousands, the earth quaking beneath their feet. Demon guards along the wall spot them. They blow horns that echo all the way to the battlefield. Diablo hears this, flying towards the demonic kingdom. Shit! Athena, pick me up and let's follow him. I'm knocking on death's door now, Gus. Pray I survive this. 
Athena picks up Gus, and they bolt for Diablo. Beneath, Gus sees the demon legions go on and on endlessly, the battle now miles upon miles away. Yet, there's still more. Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 25 to 26. Behold, I am against you, O destroying mountain, who destroys all the earth, says the Lord. The gauntlet glows. And I will stretch out my hand against you, roll you down from the rocks, and make you a burnt mountain. They shall not take you from a stone for a corner, nor a stone for a foundation. But you shall be desolate forever, says the Lord. Gus fires, and the shockwave knocks Diablo off from flight. He turns and faces Gus, slowing his free fall to a halt. Athena begins falling, too weak to stay up. Athena? I must rest, Gus. I apologize. Athena shuts their eyes as they plummet towards the ground. Gus secured her helmet on his head, then fired his gauntlet at the ground, clearing it for them. She cratered, falling beneath the ground. He smacked the ground, climbing to his feet. Diablo slowly floated down, glaring at him with those red eyes. A human's weapons, powerful, clearly augmenting a weak spirit. Joe is dropped off by one of the goddesses, helping Gus get to his feet. What are you wearing? Is that from your girlfriend? She's got style. I find myself flattered. Enough with the jests. Diablo slightly flicks Joe, and her chest cracks. She falls. Join me, Gus, and you shall see her heal. Why me? You are capable of more than you can imagine. I can sense it. Others of the demonic empire could, too. Gus looks towards the dying Joe. Their years together as partners flashed through his mind. All the times he saved him, and all the times he saved her, came in a flash. I, I can't. Remember what's at stake here. I can't let her die, and I can't help the world die either. Gus started pacing around. Joe gasps for air. Don't do it, Gus. And what do I do? Gus looks at the ring on Diablo's hand, then at the gauntlet, and then his helmet, and he gets an idea. Get your thoughts in order. Make a reasonable decision. At the Demonic Kingdom, the ogres scale the walls and kick demons off their posts. Drukak Ugarek punches a brick out of the wall, picks it up, and lobs it at the main tower. The tower collapses into dust. Our mission is to find Jimmy and Deathlock, locate the prison, and break their shackles. Choose right now. Time is short. Choose right now. I choose to join you. Good. Gus feels a heat in his veins, glowing orangey-red. Joe rises, her chest healed. The glow fades, and he looks normal, his eyes like Jimmy's. Now, I have other matters to attend to. Diablo flies off at supersonic speed, 
At the kingdom, Drukag sees the prison underneath the fallen tower. In his way stands a small group of demonic knights. He picks up a brick and lobs it at them. Their shields absorb the impact. Only our new scripture. Drukag reached over his shoulder and pulled out a huge holy axe, blessed by a priest. He swung, bearing down on the knights. It shaved through their shields, killing a few in front. They speared at him, some jumping and biting on him. Blood ran down his body as he tried tearing the rabid demons off. You tore valor from me! He finally threw the demon off. You pitched my kind against itself! He picked up his axe and swung it with all his might. Fucking die! The axe came down hard, blowing away the demons. Drukag, now invigorated, stalked towards them with axe in hand and swinging wildly like a crazed barbarian, crushing huts and stands. The demons started running away. He ventured forward and tore through the rubble. Diablo was closing in, just ten seconds away. Drukag? Jimmy! Deathlock! Yes! Drukag tore more bricks away, then screams in pain. You do not get away so easily. At the Devil's Trap, there are two minutes left until it's complete. The demons are now a quarter of a mile to its edge. Shoot and Froggy are back to back, reciting scripture and quickly firing off smaller shots. The demons are right up against them. The ones they kill, replaced in a split second. Soon, the demons are running over each other to the point where they create waves. There's an opening where Athena had left. The demons pushing forth through there. Shoot spots this through the sea of demons, running towards it. Shoot lets them get to scratching distance as he sights scripture. He sounds out a larger shockwave, clearing demons like Moses parted water. Except the water came rushing back in seconds. He repeated this, Froggy following close behind. We hear the demons screech like a pack of feral zombies around Shoot and Froggy. Shoot charges up. Reading a longer passage, Froggy tries to keep them off for an extra few seconds. Shoot! Shoot! He hath utterly destroyed them. He hath delivered them to the slaughter. Shoot! Come on! Their slain also shall be cast out, and their stink shall come up out of their carcasses. Ah, oh, we're fucking dead. And the mountains shall be melted with their blood. Shoot, moved Froggy aside and fired. He cleared the field before him, killing millions in a semicircle in front of him. The rest of the legions were now a minute away. How much time we got? Uh, a minute thirty? Shit. Diablo held up Drukag Rugarek by the neck, choking him. Trying to fight when the kingdom is absent its army? Smart move coming from you, ogres. Fuck you! Thoughtful last words. Human fucks kill you and your whores. Now that's better. <coughs> Drukag! 
self-denial. One of the steps in grieving. All you humans are so predictable. Oh, yeah? Gus fired Athena's helmet from his gauntlet, the helmet flying into Diablo, a gaping, irreparable hole in the left of his chest. Coughing and straining, he leaps and punches Gus. You squander such strength in using it against its source. Gus crashes through a brick wall, then another, then another, then another. Coughing. <coughs> <coughs> Diablo leaped through the holes and punched him again. Gus found himself sitting outside the kingdom, his back aching but not broken. Diablo soared forth and stopped right in front of Gus. I give you super strength, speed, and eternal life, and you spit in my face. Diablo picked Gus up, raised him overhead, then snapped him over his knee. Gus fell over. A couple of miles back, Joe hears something move next to her. Where Athena had fallen, something white glowed. To hell with you! Diablo stomped on Gus. A bright beam sped into Gus. Then his skin radiated white like Athena did. Diablo's foot met with his back, the impact catering in a half-mile radius. The dust settled, and Gus still in the same position, but unharmed. He got to his feet, looking at Diablo with one eye red, the other golden. Fuck you, too. Gus punched Diablo back through all the holes on the walls, then followed him all the way through, rapidly punching him. Building foundations snapped, several of them toppling in Gus's wake. The largest one in the middle crashed down, collapsing on Diablo and Gus. A small hill of rubble was left, and Gus lifted Diablo out of it, both of them ashy. Gus took Diablo's hand, trying to pull the ring. Diablo groans, looking at Gus. Kai, I underestimated you. <sighs> you underestimated us. Humans aren't as weak as you think. Froggy and Shoot struggled to push back the army. At the kingdom, Jimmy pulled Deathlock out of the rubble, having taken all the damage. Where are the scum? Follow me. Jimmy slung Deathlock over his shoulder and launched bounds towards the fight. This is one sad position you've put me in. They hit the ground where Shoot and Froggy were. Deathlock stood. Both of them dusted themselves off. It's showtime. Deathlock sent shockwaves, pushing the army back. Gus almost got the ring off. Humans are bumbling, stupid idiots who complain over the smallest things. But believe me when I say we're nothing like you've seen despite all that. You. You. Speak up, bitch. You forget one thing. I'm a spirit. You're holding my hand. Because I let you. <laughs> I admire your strength, Gus. <laughs> but it's my turn now. <laughs> Hello, Athena. I see you've made yourself 
comfy. <laughs> Gus! This is it, Joe. Goodbye. No! <laughs> nice working with you, Deathlock. Um, what the hell is that? Oh no. <laughs> Open the gates! <laughs> We're not done with their kind. <laughs> Billions await us on their planet. <laughs> what the hell are you going to do? Scorch the planet with their blood until it looks like mine. <laughs> Oh, God! Syscast <laughs> presents Bounty Hunters. Created, produced, and directed by Tom Young. Written by Joe Spirit and Tom Young. Starring the voice talents of Scott Kelly as Gus Roscoe. Victoria K. Mayer as Joe Darcy. Otis Brockton Jr. as Shoot First. Peter Zhang as Jimmy Travis Tyler. Matt Coles as Moe. Ben Eckert as Froggy. Sean Joseph as Unknown. Aiden Morgan as Deadlock. Julie Hoverson as Lorraine Jensen. Connor Stanton as Wally Jensen. Demon and Drew Kak Ugarek. Our audio editor was Clea Cullen. And I'm Frank Williamelli, the narrator for Witness. Bounty Hunter, a SizzCast production.